0: What's going on everybody? Yo, so um let's just say things have been going well. Um today we got a real guest, man. Um Dara Jamont is just she's amazing. She's a comedian, she's she's a new comedian. She's really been making waves for herself. She's doing her thing, she's chasing her dream. Um this episode you're gonna get to know that. Um and it's just it's really good to see people you know stepping out and doing what they want to do in life. And it's important to support those people. And I, this interview, it was one hilarious and two just eye-opening and enlightening, man. So I hope you guys enjoy it. It's gonna be crazy. Um, my last interview with Clus, man, it really did a lot of numbers, man. I really appreciate everyone's support on that, for real, for real. Um, and the last few interviews, it's just been amazing, man. Let me just tell you, it's been a lot of good stuff. And I'm happy to announce that we're um, things are moving, getting closer to the goal, and you know things are good man you know they're not everything's not perfect but it's moving the right way and that's what's all you want so hope you guys check out this interview man thank you for tuning in right now and i just appreciate everyone man everyone take care and um enjoy peace go yo what's up everyone listen okay this is like what is this like holy crap this is episode 14. Did I say episode 14? I'm not sure. Hold on. Let me just check through the episodes. Yeah, this is like episode like 14. <laughs> Listen, so I'm with a very old friend of mine today. Her name is Dara. Uh, first of all, shout out to everybody who listened to uh, Cluster's interview. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Um, today I got a very old friend of mine. I've known this lady. For let's just put it this way, for over twenty years, I guess at this point, <laughs> so it's crazy. <laughs> she is she is what you call like you want to talk about light up a room, light of a life, this light period. Yo, if you look at this person's eyes, like <sighs> she's here. Okay, I'm excited because whenever I get around her, she just is she's just a, a ball of energy. She's a great person, and I enjoy her, and I think you guys are going to enjoy her too. She's a great person, and she's also quite funny. Now, today, we have my homegirl, Daryl. Hello. Uh,
1: D- <laughs> you have me beaming, sorry.
0: <laughs> Dara. welcome to the Brian Johnson Show. And um, so tell the people about yourself. Who are you? Because all they see is, all they know is what I just described. So who are you? What are you about, huh?
1: Oh, thank you for having me. You're and welcome. You are, you are very correct. We've known each other for so long. Yes, yes. At least 20 years. Yes. We were like, you know what, four, you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Word. Oh, my God.
1: You know. <laughs> so, young. Um, yes, so young. Yes, so yes, I yes, uh, I am a stand-up comedian uh, yes. who currently lives in Brooklyn, okay. but I'm a Jersey girl all day. Yes. I, I need that to never get twisted. Mm-hmm. Proudly from Teaneck, New Jersey. Yes. Um yeah, living in Brooklyn now, uh, stand-up comedian, uh, and that has been quite the journey. Coming from working in corporate America for 14 mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. Uh, and then now making a jump to
0: stand-up comedian. Yeah,
1: yeah, comedy is yeah. quite a leap. Yes, so, it is. Um,
0: it's a different world. Yeah, yeah, it's a different world. Yeah. Did you? Okay, so let's start there. Okay. You now, I've known you for a long time, but the audience doesn't know you for uh, forever. You know, like so two
1: minutes.
0: so like, let's break it down on level of you go from corporate America, which is the track we call, because that's a track where a lot of people go to once they leave school, once they leave basically high school to college, then they go into corporate America. Mm-hmm. And you decide to go and do your own thing and become a comedian. Mm-hmm. OK, but it had to have some origin because you just don't do that overnight. So back in school, when we were back in school, did, did, did you ever have a thought about being a comedian? Was that ever a thought in your head at that time? Because look, let me tell you something. you you were funny back then. You know what I mean? I just, I just ran into my man Sam, who's on who was on my last podcast, who's on a podcast a couple of podcasts before. Mm. My man Sam Nygaard. Mm. And he was like, he was like, You're gonna do you gonna do an interview with Dara? She, oh, she cuts up, yo. <laughs> 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 She's hilarious. He was like, yo, I can see this happening. <laughs> he just started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and he sat back down in this because he's about to open up a studio. Oh, well, at the time of awesome. at this, at this, when you guys hear this, his studio's already open. Mm. But yeah, that's that's somebody who said it. So did it was it back then? Because I know you started. Because so, so let's let's break it. Let's give some people some context. You started out in Teaneck. Yes. Started out in Teaneck. Born and raised. Born and raised in Teaneck. Well,
1: I was born in Hackensack.
0: But... <laughs> Technically Hackensack. Yeah. Were you okay? So bring me up to speed. So we're getting to high school. Because we're going to take it there. Because that's when I met you and everything. Okay. And were you was? Uh, you were always funny back then, but you were sarcastic as fuck. Yes. <laughs> and quite, quite the sharp. She was like a hair, like she was sharp as shit. Cause she, you couldn't get shit past her. Okay, all the all the guys were trying to holler at her when she was a freshman. She was like, "Fuck out of here, guy! I know what you're doing. Don't talk to me that way." <laughs> it was hilarious. She would be. She was smart as fuck. And the, all the guys was just like. She's not dumb. Why is she not falling for the shit, man? She's not with the shits. <laughs> but anyway, not shits. she's not with the shits. We weren't saying that back then, but you get the you get the idea of what we're saying here. So
1: that's hilarious.
0: So, so, so even back then, did you ever have an inkling you would be a, you would go up to go walk into this comedian life? Did you ever have a thought about anything like that back no. then? Probably not even a little bit.
1: No, never okay. a little bit. Okay. Um, no. What was and the was track only... for you
0: back then? What was the thought process for you back then? What were you thinking about? What
1: did I think I was? Uh... I really only just wanted to figure out a way to like travel the world. Okay. And and meet people. That's what I would always say. So
0: you After, wanted to be you want you had that free soul in you from the jump.
1: Yeah. Okay. I always yeah. And and I've been entertaining people since a young age. Yes. So the element of like entertaining was always there. Mm-hmm. You know, I started dancing when I was three years old, doing recitals right. on actually the teenage high school stage, you nice. know, and then Terpsies and yes. you know, performing and all those elements. And the only reason why I say no, I wasn't thinking about being a stand-up comedian is mm-hmm. because I would always get in trouble when I was younger for
0: <laughs> like dara she's a smart ass put her over there in that class <laughs> Dad, a mouth on her yo she's sharp as fuck you'd be like oh man she say that shit to me right now should i respond no don't respond don't respond i don't want to get detention don't respond
1: yeah yeah was so bad so i had this like I correlated being funny to being like mm-hmm. a bad thing. Okay. You know. So okay. it never was at least for me, you right, know, because right, it right, just right. The, the repercussions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was gonna be repercussions. So
1: many detentions, you know. Uh, and I had to learn how to not get detention. Word, you know. Word, um, word, word. So <laughs> and then prom night mm-hmm. actually. That's when I was like, oh, I got real mad at a stand-up comedian that night. Because <laughs> we went on that, like, one of those, like, comedy prom cruise. Oh, I didn't know that your class things. did that,
0: Word. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. we did that
1: after the after one of the proms. We, like, uh-huh. went to the city and did that. Yeah. And one of the comedians, I don't know if I was heckling him. Probably. Right. Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to go with probably. She was heckling a comedian. I might have been. It's prom? <laughs> what know, does probably. that, bro? It was a stressful prom. It was a stressful prom. Uh-huh. But... Uh, because I don't know what would have made would have made him say this to me yeah, now that yeah. I'm thinking about it like if I had just been there silently okay. I don't know what would have you know
0: okay I got you
1: anyway I got really <laughs> mad at him because he said uh, you look like you have breast cancer of the back
0: oh and I was like, what yo. <laughs> hey yo I've never heard somebody say some shit like that.
1: Oh, it was so mean. It was so mean.
0: That was that was and quite I had
1: like 17-year-old boobies. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. a sexy sternum was what I was given. <laughs> you know, I was serving a sexy sternum. Uh-huh. And uh yeah, he called me out. <laughs> I, I said something like when's the last time you saw your dick? Something like that. Oh, I I don't even know if I should be saying these words in your show. No, no,
0: it's totally fine. This is a this is not one of those uh okay. stiffy toes. Say whatever you feel.
1: Okay. They're a, yeah, they're a part of the anatomy, but um, yes. So yeah, I was really mad at him. So I kind of had this thing about like comedians being like, ah.
0: comedians are assholes.
1: Yeah, but you know, lovable ones. You know, (laughs) they just make you think.
0: Who is who? 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 What comedian were you into? Did you did you listen to any comedians back then? Did you like was like oh besides Martin, I guess because Martin was still kind of new at that. point. I mean
1: yeah, well Martin of course Eddie Murphy and Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. I absolutely loved uh, Dave Chappelle since um, him being in Men in Tights. Wow, so you're Um, taking it
0: back. Yeah, Yeah. I I mean yes.
1: Loved Men and Half-Bake. Half-Bake. Oh, Half-Bake. Oh, half <laughs> is one of my half
0: favorite is, movies. What? It listen, Killer B. They Ever. kill Killer B. Ever. <laughs> That's my movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fucking movie. I used to get so fucking <laughs> high in that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, got to stay on course today. Yeah. <laughs> So 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 basically you graduate prom you get what made you go to Syracuse? Because I know you went to way you went away away to school and that must have been like a big change for you because you had family here. And yeah. You like, all right, I'm out. I'm going like five miles away. Cause I was at the time, context, I was dating somebody that was there. So it was I knew how the distance was. So that must have been like, whoa, okay, big change here. How was that for you?
1: Oh, uh, I was looking to get away. Okay. School. Yeah. Uh, I lo- yeah. I mean, kind of. Almost. I love my parents, but it was always the thought of... My brother went to Morehouse.
0: Okay, okay. So,
1: and he's 10 years older. All right. So, in my brain, I was always going to go to Spelman.
0: How was that dynamic with siblings with you guys?
1: Um but it, I it's hard to explain. like my brother being in the house for ten years and then leaving mm-hmm. it's it's weird that we are as close as we are.
0: I got you. I got um you.
1: it was like always a treat growing up when mm-hmm. I got to hang out with my brother, like when he was home from college, you know, mm-hmm. and then, but he, you know, he was away in college and like enjoying his life. But now I like to, my brother's one of my biggest supporters. That's like good. he he's like, Burn the ships down. He's like, no going back. When I told him I was first starting comedy, he sent me a list of every single comedy club in New York City. Just See, like, now
0: that's a big brother. Yeah. That's a big he brother. Because people emails. don't do that for the siblings like oh, that. That's yeah. their, they usually feel like, why are you not doing this? You should be doing this. Every sibling, as being an older brother, we kind of have this idea where we want our sisters and brothers to grow up nice and good and do exactly what what's going on. Like you're supposed to stay on the track and don't go off the track and do something else with your life because that would cause harm to the family legacy. You got to stay within this track. But in some cases, some siblings understand that that's just not them.
1: Yeah. Well, I was actually inspired by my brother to like get off the track. Okay. You know? Okay. okay. Um, and, you know, him going away so far to school did made it not far. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, He's right. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't, like, my parents are dealing with him in Atlanta. So yeah. it's okay for me. Like, he opened that door for me. So it wasn't right. even a, really a thought. Gotcha. Um, and then...
0: Um, Tell me what it was like for you to get into Syracuse. And you were like, okay, I'm going to go there.
1: So truth is, I didn't want to go to Syracuse. <laughs> get
0: the- <laughs> I didn't know that. I, this, this I, tall I didn't, news. It wasn't
1: it wasn't my first choice. Spellman was my first choice. Bellman oh, rejected
0: me. Stop.
1: And I, right when I was about to like write the appeal letter. And mm. Syracuse, coincidentally, was the first school that I applied to, I did early admission to Syracuse Okay, because my parents went to Syracuse uh, and met there. And my mom was like, you're applying to Syracuse. Smackdown. I thought it was corny that right. my parents met there and didn't want to. <laughs> <your> oh. <laughs> you guys are corn <laughs> <It's>, uh, Yeah, That's <laughs> corny. <laughs> you guys met in college.
0: <laughs> so cliche, mom.
1: I'm not going there. Yeah.
0: Now, I was, <laughs> probably staring at you like, "What do we do? Did
1: what do we do? Did we
0: drop her? Who
1: do we raise? <laughs> it's
0: not. I don't. I don't understand." <laughs>
1: And it was absolutely nothing against Syracuse. It was right. literally just the fact that my parents met there. Like, I just, I was like, that's corny.
0: Mm-hmm. But it was
1: the first school that I was admitted to. Okay. And so okay. I was admitted in January. All right. So I kind of like slacked even for the rest of the time. I was like, no matter what, I'm in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. So when I got the rejection letter from Spellman, I was be- about to appeal. I was like, what? I'm calling everybody. I'm getting everybody to <laughs> write a letter. Everybody I know that even that knows how to spell Spellman It's getting a letter. Like, we are writing letters together. <laughs> And uh, then I went went to go visit Syracuse Mm -hmm. and they had this multicultural weekend and that solidified it for me. I was like, oh there's no going back. Okay. I'm, going to, I'm going to, I came back wearing the Syracuse shirt. <laughs> I was like, Syracuse forever. I bleed orange and blue. <laughs> people were corner like, what's
0: wrong with that girl? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's
1: like, you still go to scenic high school, but I'm going to Syracuse. No one will stop. The
0: people who didn't get in college are looking at you like, this bitch. Damn, I don't like her ass. Now I got more reason not to like her ass. Like talking about school. Everybody going to Bernie Community College and staring at your ass like, fuck is her problem? Oh, I don't like this bro. I never thought about that. <laughs> what is the problem today? I
1: was just really excited about going to Syracuse and I had a shirt. And I wanted to wear it. <laughs> Who cares that it was like April? <laughs> <laughs> a little pre pre
0: celebration.
1: It's pre tax
0: day and I'm still like, "Hey, here we are." <laughs> Yo, so so you get up to you go so you get up and go to Syracuse. Yes. Now, I know my boy, my boy um, Kenny went up there, KG, my man. Mm-hmm. Kenny golden, shout out to him. Yes. Y'all, you guys go up there. I was dating somebody that was up there at the time. So Syracuse was pretty like, and my homegirl Venidra was up there.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. a lot
0: of people I Burned. know. Huh? Yes. <laughs> so you guys, well, basically like two thousand one, two thousand, you're up there, right? Two thousand one, yeah. two thousand two. So you're, uh, they're all up there at that point, if I remember correctly.
1: Yeah, Ken got there in yeah. two thousand one.
0: Yeah. So it's like all of you guys are all in the same spot, mm-hmm. and. How was the black culture there? Because, I mean, yeah, the football team, I know the basketball team was large and in, in charge at that time. Was Carmelo Anthony there at that point? He got there my junior year. Junior year. Yeah. How was it, like, how was it, because I remember talking to Vernon and I did her podcast, and she was here on my podcast, and she told me about how she. it was, like, the culture, was. it was, like, a strong black culture there. Yeah. And I remember when I was there, I would see that. I, so they had a, international houses. I didn't even know what that was. I was in college, and I didn't have no international houses. My college was like a square block of Syracuse, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> so how, how was it for you, that transition from Teaneck High School there to another? Because you're already in a melting pot in, where we grew up. Mm-hmm. But even you're in a much bigger melting pot there. How was it there for you?
1: I mean, I think that that's one of the best things about Syracuse University Mm -hmm. is the fact that it felt like, and this is how I would always describe it, it Mm -hmm. felt like a small black college in a big white university.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see that. And it
1: was like, you couldn't tell me I went to a white college (laughs) on the weekend. You know what
0: (laughs) I mean? Like, (laughs) woohoo.
1: <laughs> we out here. Yes.
0: Yes, Lord. They they in the south. You, you know, know what what I, mean? yo, I peeped that when I got up there. I was like, this is crazy, man.
1: Yeah, the, like it, and then you'd go to class mm-hmm. and meet people who had never met black people, you know. <laughs> Shit. And you know, I, one of the first one of the first weeks I was there and this mm-hmm. is actually a, in, in one of my bits mm-hmm. Uh I got on the elevator and this dude looks at me. He's like, "What's the hood like?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> your face. <laughs> oh <my> god. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I just—I just had a moment. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that question, point blank, like that, y'all.
1: I'm in an elevator with this dude. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Nigga, is the furthest place in the hood, but either way, no, I'm so you sorry. Know how obnoxious I, I yeah, yeah, I can yeah, yeah. be. And at this was point, at this dude is like—he
0: didn't realize who he stepped in the elevator with. At
1: yeah. this point. So I he just did. looked at him and I was like, I don't know. Ask my gardener. Ooh. And then we had an awkward flight, <laughs> 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 awkward rest of the way up the elevator. <laughs> 14 floors were long. So
0: <laughs> that had to be that had to be a golden moment right there. That had to be like a wake up call, like, yo, I am not in Kansas anymore.
1: Yeah. And I think that that was the hardest part. Yeah. You know, in Teaneck, coming from such a diverse town. Right, right. And it's still like a small town yeah. in this metropolitan kind of area. Mm-hmm. You're not... You weren't. We weren't subjected to that. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. not to say that there wasn't racism or any of that. Mm-hmm. People are people, but th- we we didn't h- encounter people like that. Yes. you know what I mean. And yes. it wasn't it wasn't so ignorant and so blatant. So it, it did it took an adjustment to kind of like open the doors to see those people.
0: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
1: But socially, yeah, we got it in in Syracuse, <sighs> and I've... and it was it was really nice to see that the black people were were so was such a unit up mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. and it even could have their like everyone could have their own group within. The group of being black, you yeah. know, there are always subsets of of, of 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 black people. Um, but the, what I'm so ha- excited about is the fact that, like, when my parents were up there, there were maybe 17 of them or 20 people. Of okay, them, you know what I mean? The 20 20 people of them. <laughs>
0: 20, <laughs> 20 people. Period. 20
1: be- 20 black, black people, people. You know what I mean? Black people. 20 20 black people. <laughs> you know. Um, and they had to come together. My mom helped write the curriculum yes. for you know for the African American curriculum up there mm-hmm. uh, to even get it established. So yeah. there's you know it took work for right. that to, to happen. So it was nice to just see
0: that. I can't believe that community, like, like how how it's how connected you were to that, and then going up there, and you're kind of a legacy at that point.
1: Well, yeah, a, a little, little bit of a
0: little bit of a legacy. Did you already kind of know a lot know some some of the the faculty because of your parents or did you just had to like really ingratiate yourself a different kind of way there
1: um as i as I graduated or as I, I guess I got like towards senior year, mm-hmm. I realized that the connections that some of my some of the people administrators had with my parents.
0: Okay, okay. Um.
1: But not necessarily going in. Like I didn't know that my father started mm-hmm. help was, was part of the persistent sixteen that started uh, mega sci fi up there oh, until I got there. <laughs> you know, I was sitting on the couch and some guy comes downstairs. He's like, "Do you know who your father is?" And I was like, "No."
0: <laughs> Father's some guy who yells at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like he's actually <absolutely laughs> dramatic.
0: <laughs> what
1: else? <laughs> <laughs> Had no clue, <laughs> and that was a game changer. You yeah, know what I mean? That's
0: a bit of a game changer. I mean, it's a little historically some, you know, some type of credence. So your dad had some very historical facts going on in the life. Like that's big.
1: Yeah, but he's, it, it wasn't something that my dad ever was like, you know. Well, this is. I mean, I think he probably told me, but I, the, it mm-hmm. didn't hit me as to how big that was until I got up there. I got you. And until half of the, you know, most of the cues weren't allowed to like. Talk to me. <laughs> That's supposed be really I weird. I've dancing at a party. They're like, do you know who her father is? And then tell her, and then they back away. I'm like, like oh, oh, there goes there S- goes
0: my dating they life. They'd be like, like, yo, she's hot. Yeah. Don't talk to her, bro. Don't talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> you know who her dad is, bro? Oh, all right, cool. Let's go over here and talk to these broads, bro. That's
1: exactly how that <laughs> works. That's exactly
0: how that works. Now, being you're in a big party school, because it, it is part of a party school, I've noticed that. Syracuse was always like a big school for like, because of cause of football was huge. Uh-huh. Sports is huge there. Was it like, um, how was that integration going to a school where they're known for having a big cultural thing with like party culture, lifestyle, we're out here, people are living in homes. Like you were living like basically the referendum of most I- people's ideas of big schools. How was that for you? Um... Oh, I loved
1: it, okay. <laughs> okay, That's what I'm saying. You like, loved I'm, it. <laughs> I'm always down for a good for a good time. Okay, uh, and like I lived right across the street from the Carrier Dome. Yeah, so I would run across the street. Yo, that's
0: where everything was going down. Was yeah, right there because right where there. I was staying when I went out, I was in the skirts, and then I came over here and I was like. This is crazy. I went to some big building. I think it's an African-American building. I don't know. It's some big, big, big building. Like, yeah, a lot of big old buildings over there. Yeah, I was course. like, this is all shocking to me. <laughs> me coming from, literally, my school must have been more than maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, less than maybe two miles long. Oh, and okay. I was, was like, then I go to this, and I'm just up there like straight culture shock. Me and my boy, who I brought with me at the time, and we're just staring around. And we're just like, this is this is what college is about. We gotta <laughs> leave the school that we're at. Damn it, bro! <laughs> like staring at each other.
1: Yeah, we have to like get on buses to go other places in the campus. It's a it's a bit. Yeah. It's a bit. It's a, it's lo- it's a large school. This is a school. So, um, but yeah, I mean, living across the street from the Cary Dome, you know, being able to run to a place mm-hmm. that's being televised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, was a lot of being across the street from that amount of energy was mm. exciting. Um, yeah, and just there's always something to do.
0: That's cool. That's see that's that's a good thing to have in college, good and bad, depending on what you're doing. Now, I have a question. What did you major in while you were in school?
1: Retail consumer studies with a marketing minor.
0: Wow, that's a first. I don't think we've ever had anybody do that before.
1: Yeah.
0: How how was that studying? Were you like, were you with the class? Were you like you like the only black person in there?
1: Sometimes, but my roommate mm-hmm. Naren, um, we had similar majors. She had a retail marketing major. Mm-hmm. Retail. There was some distinction. Yeah, she had retail marketing. I had retail consumer studies. Okay. So we were in some classes together. Okay. Um, and then there was another girl, uh, Shamika, who's actually a uh, motivational speaker now. Mm. Uh, she was. I remember she would be another one who was in the class. But there were a lot of uh, white girls from Long Island. I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna lie there. Um,
0: they, none of them asked to touch your hair, right? Uh,
1: I do not remember that. <laughs> I do not recall feeling that feeling. They might have. <laughs> I, we were dealing with bigger issues. <laughs> okay. I, mean, we <laughs> I had to get over the fact that some of them uh, like would blatantly say that they were only here to get their MRS. Oh, wow. And for those that don't know what that is, it's mm-hmm. their, their misses. They're, they're only in college to get married.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was just
1: like, what? I, like, That's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing.
0: I said, yeah, because I thought it was like some type of program or something. But no, that's no, 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 no,
1: no, MRS, yeah. Holy shit. Together, Mrs. I, th- one girl actually raised her hand and said that when the professor was like, what made you...
0: <laughs> you trying to snap on a doctor or a ball player? Yeah, yeah. Holy yeah, shit. That's yeah. some predator shit, man. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, little, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a girl with a plan, I guess.
0: Come on. <laughs> hell of a plan. <laughs> a
1: massive plan. And that's to say that that's all of that. Not yeah, to yeah. say that, but that, again, that that was kind of like that spectrum of getting used to. God. You know, yo. where it's like everyone I knew was just like, no, I fought to get here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Really yeah. want to be here. Yeah, yeah, very
0: happy to be here. Like this made my life right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I got in the normal school I wanted to go to. Exactly.
1: Oh my god. I'm I'm very happy to be here and get this fine education. Yes. Like I'm very happy to be here to get a husband. Oh, <laughs> I was like what? Shit. What?
0: what kind of life were we living that we forgot about that like oh, yeah, shit it's crazy but it was oh, <laughs> <laughs> a Syracuse fuck
1: it's a different experience but yeah. yeah I mean I enjoyed retail consumer studies uh-huh. I actually still feel like I, I'm a little bit of a nerd for it mm-hmm. uh, I kind of enjoy is
0: that kind of like behavioral you're looking at people's behavioral stuff. yeah
1: like behavioral patterns uh, yeah uh, Looking at uh, the ergonomics of a retail store. Got you. Uh, you know, does it feel right? Does it, does it smell right? <laughs> is the right music on? Uh, you know, and, and then, you know, just, uh, yeah, why people buy what they buy when they buy it is I how you. I like to explain it.
0: So so you left school at this point. Had you interned before you left school? to go? Oh, yeah, you? I did a
1: bunch of internships.
0: Ah, you were on the intern wave. A lot of people don't do that. Oh yeah. They don't catch on. They just like, oh, I got my degree. Now let me go start applying for jobs. If you didn't intern and push, you're not getting in your field, buddy. That's the reason why your degree is just getting you in the door with something you never thought you were going to be do. If you don't intern somewhere, I didn't know that. I yeah. should have known that, but you don't, go, that knowledge is not always passed down right away. Yeah. Interning is a big deal. So when did you start interning? Did you start interning, like, your sophomore year?
1: When did I start? Well, I started working when I was 16. Okay, okay. I, I started work, coach, working at Coach in Riverside Square Mall was my first job.
0: <laughs> don't feel bad. I, I was no, I, that,
1: was, that was amazing. Oh, okay, amazing okay, okay, okay. Out. I did say I was gonna mention anybody, but that was so long
0: ago. Yeah. Send I don't me get... a bag.
1: Yeah. I don't take <laughs> <years>. <laughs> that was so long ago. Yeah. But yeah. You were 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I was 16 years old. <laughs> that was forever yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And they would like kick me out at 10 o'clock to avoid child labor laws because i like, I was so not an adult. <laughs> uh so <laughs> she
0: started out leaving illegally for <laughs> yeah, jump. yeah, yeah.
1: And I was it was legal. I just had to be out by 9.59. Get her down. out. Okay. <laughs> it is illegal for her to be in this store. <laughs> um so my manager took a chance on me, you know, real young. Yeah, yeah. Um but with my first internship, I'm trying to remember what's my first internship. Cause I, okay. So I had this internship where I got to go mm-hmm. uh to LA okay. and I interned for this woman, Janice Bryant Howroyd, who's amazing. She owns Act One. Mm-hmm. Uh she's just like this is an incredible woman.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, I shattered her. I shattered mm-hmm. her and her um she has a hiring company, like a staffing company. Right, right, right. Uh, so I worked at that company, okay, a few hours a day, mm-hmm. and then I would go and shadow a buyer, or I would shadow, um, or go with her to a meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, worked on. I got to uh, intern and shadow Jennifer Lewis for a day. So like this was really um, when she was working on the st- set of Strong Medicine.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Did you get a real sense of black woman empowerment at that point?
1: Oh, absolutely! Because she was she was providing these opportunities for me. Oh, I did! I had an internship at Universal Studios where Mm -hmm. I did like the premiere for Blue Crush. So that was she created this whole like. I want to say like this multiple pathway for me to have this time to explore so many different things to see what it is that I wanted to do.
0: Why did you never, and I, I only ask this now because you brought the fact you were out there and you were interning in these places. Mm-hmm. Why do you, you were exposed to, um, you, you were exposed very early to, let's just say, to the publicist life, the management life. You saw these things. Why did you never graduate? towards? Because you had the personality for it. I never understood why you never graduated towards like that kind of field or anything like that.
1: Towards like, managing people?
0: Managing or being a publicist or stuff like that. And,
1: it's funny. I did want to do... I wanted to do PR.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just saying... It's
1: a funny story uh, behind that. Oh, that was actually another inter- I internship for a PR company in London. Okay. Two of them.
0: How was London for you? Oh, that was at, amazing. At a young age, I did not want to come back. Um, I went my
1: junior year when Syracuse won the championship with Carmelo. Mm-hmm. I was in London.
0: How was that? that it was, was
1: a... it was cool, but we had to stay up to like five o'clock in the morning to watch the <laughs> watch it.
0: That's a memory you're never gonna let go. Well, I'm
1: never gonna forget. And <laughs> then we were running down Piccadilly, and, mm-hmm. and this and this guy jumps into the fountain with the with the uh, <laughs> the horses. And cracks his skull open, and it was just like these renegade Americans. (laughs) Jesus, this is why they make movies about us. Yes, Yes. Euro trip. Yes, (laughs) word is. (laughs) But I will never forget that. Yeah, it was a good time. Mm. Uh, So London was good. So yeah, internships um, Mm -hmm. definitely helped management and publicity. Mm -hmm. I did not end up going into right. right, uh, Right. I.
0: I think you would have been but that me just saying as as, as someone who known you for a long time, I think you would have been wonderful at it. I'm not, and I just, not just to play your comment because you, you did my podcast. I'm just saying the fact that you always had that. You know what I'm saying? Because you're quick witted. And that would have you know what I mean, that is always something that you have to be in that kind of business because and you have a bit of a um what's it? You let things roll off your back a little bit. You know, you don't hold. As far as I've I've known you, yeah, I don't know you. on a, on another level. I You could be like straight a up grudge holder, full of shit right yeah. here, I'm still angry about yeah, no, like no, like, no, like oh you. snap, son, <laughs> <laughs> like she's out of control, bro. We out, we out. <laughs> like, pull the cord, but no, no, I don't. No, I gotta watch my blood pressure.
1: I can't, yeah, be a king. yeah I don't, I don't think, I stuff. don't
0: think, I don't call you. I don't. I usually pretty good at calling people on what they are, and you pretty are. You pretty don't do that. That's why I was like, always wondered like that because. As you go forward, we'll talk about those kind of things and that. But mm-hmm. so you so you do the internships, you get but how did you get how did you land your first gig out of school? Because that must have been like a, like a good move for you. You must have been like, damn, all right.
1: Okay, great story about this. <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready for this.
0: How are we going with this? Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm at Miller's house, right? Miller's? Yes. Okay. And Talia Young, shout mm-hmm. out to Talia Young okay. and her wonderful mother. She was working at um, my first job. Okay. Uh, and she was like, how's it going? She knew I was about to graduate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And she said, pass me your resume. And um, I sent it to her. I just did an informal interview, like an informational interview.
0: Yes, yes. Um,
1: And I was like, okay, this is great. Mm -hmm. A few months later, and thought nothing of it, and was just very like happy to have the opportunity to like you know put on a suit and do the interview, (laughs) so so I could have practice at that. Welcome to the matrix. Yeah, you know. Um, And then a few months later, they called me, Mm -hmm. and I was like, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can see her face right now. (laughs) She looks like she probably did the exact thing when they called her. She was like, (laughs) you, you actually want to give me a job?
1: I was like, (laughs) I was just like <laughs> I thought you guys were just doing that cuz yeah. she was your boss.
0: <laughs> I this is a favor for a favor. <laughs>
1: yeah, I thought that yeah, but you guys are you like me? You you, People, you really like me? You really want me? <sighs> yeah. So, so they liked me and know. they thought of me for something else yeah. later. So, um, which is why you always just got to show up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You always got to show up so Mm -hmm. people know who you are. So your hat is, your name is in the hat.
0: Yeah. They give you the love. They got to take the love. Exactly. If
1: there's a path, they get your name in a hat, get your name in the hat. And then at least someone can like choose you because your name is there. Got you. Um, So yeah, they called me, but I was really hell bent on doing Mm. uh, PR and marketing. Right. So when they called me, they're like, we have this wonderful opportunity in production. Mm -hmm. And I was like. (laughs)
0: It so begins the fork in the road. That fork in the road is there. But as you become an adult, God, I, well, that road, that other road begins to narrow. Well, like, and it, the other road looks bigger and bigger.
1: I had just woken up, and I wasn't thinking about the roads. <laughs> yes. And I said, oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I really want a job in PR and marketing.
0: Wow. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so hey, yo. Said, yo, so she's like, Well,
1: we're looking for someone who really <laughs> wants a job in production and sourcing, so it was nice talking totally. to <laughs> you, And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, let me know if you <laughs> make it worse
0: and this at this time this is this is the confidence that <laughs> she has because to, to, to take to do that is ballsy. Number one. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> I didn't say that. It wasn't stupid. It's brave. You can be brave and stupid it's at the brave same and time. stupid at the <laughs> same time. It all clicks around. <laughs> but if you're going to go do it, why not go balls to the wall and just do it? Oh,
1: yeah. So
0: that didn't sit well when I hung up the phone. Well.
1: And yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my gentleman friend, I uh, told him what I did. Oh. And And... Uh, as I was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like graduating in two weeks. I knew I didn't want to move back home. He's
0: probably staring at you like, I don't Yeah. Uh,
1: he was like kind of in and out. Uh, oh,
0: because we oh, well. just woke up. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of information. Yeah. I you was know, <laughs> about to say. Uh,
1: you know, you yeah. yeah, just woken up.
0: You just woken up, you're living your life. Go living ahead. Living
1: my best life. That's okay? right, damn it. And uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. he's like, as I'm freaking out, he just looks at me, he's like, call her back. <laughs> I was like, "You're crazy," and he's like, "Call her back," and he's like, "Tell her that you just woke up and that you weren't really thinking straight."
0: <laughs> and I was like, "What? You me, we we going to like tell him that we went on a two day bender? Yeah, <laughs> coming the fuck down. Okay, you were coming down for two day bender, and you just had to tell him that. Be like, this is what it is. Like I don't go fuck it. He's probably like, oh, I'm about to go roll over though. I'm about to, I got this. I don't got time for this shit." <laughs> I'm too young. <laughs> I'm like 20. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah. Tell her I banged in until 6 a.m. and you weren't thinking straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's basically. It rolls over.
0: What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fuck you want me to do about yeah. this, man? Oh, my God. I gotta, can, are we going to the fucking... I gotta get breakfast. Breakfast? Bro. I'm <laughs> hungry. Yeah. Like, Settle
1: that so we can eat.
0: FYI to all ladies. Oh if God. you want to keep a man happy in the morning, just feed him. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. He'll say yes to everything if he's fed. Trust and believe. Oh, that's... Fucking sad. Put more food in my fridge. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Taste is true. Uh, okay,
1: so I I really wanted to think that that was a stupid idea to call. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what do I have to lose? Oh,
0: The one time in the entire life that a man has been right. But Go ahead. He, he was
1: absolutely right. <laughs> he was absolutely right. So I called back. Yeah. And I said, I am so sorry. Yes. You called me with an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it sounds any opportunity for me right now would be a good one. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to learn as much as I can. I'm looking to grow at a really great company. And Mm. you have given me that opportunity. And I would like to say yes if there is still that opportunity on the table.
0: Well, well,
1: you sold that one. That was good. Thank you. This is why you said I should be on PR. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sold that shit.
1: Thank you. (laughs) So she starts laughing and says, do you want to come in for an interview? And I was like,
0: I do. I do. I do. I do. I'll be on the first thing smoking. I do want to come
1: in for an interview. So... There is a way to course correct things, people. Yes, yes. Just, you got to dig deep sometimes. And then I, I went in for my, uh, my I guess, second or third interview the day after I graduated from Syracuse mm. and uh, started working two weeks after I, I graduated.
0: How was that life for you? Now, I remember you. Now, this job was in the city. Was, uh-huh. this, was this in New York City? Yeah. Now, I asked a friend of mine and a guy, a fellow uh, guy that I had on the podcast, he's a fellow photographer. And I asked him about his commute life, and he said he barely was like in that, in that life that um after work life, mm-hmm. we call it the five to seven life, uh, or or five to seven or five to eight, whichever. I don't know what the happy hour life is after after work. Yeah, but that's a, that's his own thing and exists in New York. Yeah, and for young people, circus this job was in your twenties, obviously. Yeah. So, how was that life? Switching into that life, like. Now you're in a commuter life. You're over in New York and you're coming out of work, and you're like, your homegirl who you probably sat next to was just like, hey, yo, they're having drinks for half price, blah, 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 down here on 23rd. Do you want to go? I was
1: about that
0: life. (laughs) I'm still about that life. How was that life? Come to
1: my comedy show at Urban Vegan Kitchen on 41 Carmine Street, Mondays at (laughs) 5. I'm still about that <laughs> life.
0: How, how was that life? Because in the, in the, I call, I call, I call the 20s the wrong 20s. The wrong 20s is you're still a baby. Uh-huh. You're still learning. How was that transition for you? Coming from college, now and ingratiated into this adult life now. How was that for you? How was that transition for so you? So
1: this was the best part about it. I mm-hmm. I started working two weeks after I graduated, and then I was able to move in with my same college roommate mm-hmm. it, to Brooklyn. Okay. And then I lived around the corner from my best friend and mm. my, like the closest people that I had, like some mm. of the closest people that I have in my life that I had known right. for uh, like eighteen years from Martha's Vineyard mm. it, down the block from me. Okay. So it kind of became this like ex- college two point oh. <laughs> Because then our other girlfriends moved. <laughs>
0: you guys were basically living every, like, movie that came out around that time. We
1: were living, <laughs> check, check, check it out, sing. Yeah, basically. It wasn't the 90s, but, <laughs> but yeah. Well, we, it was circa, what, 2005? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's about that
0: time. 2005,
1: 2004.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we basically just continued, mm-hmm. like, and there's such a great unit of people at Syracuse right, who right. were already from New York. Yeah,
0: alumni included.
1: back home, yeah. so it was, like... You just kept it going. Then mm-hmm. I started a party. Then I realized as I wasn't seeing people and it was harder to like mm-hmm. get everyone together. Right. I started throwing these parties called um, well, "Relax Your th- Mind Mondays."
0: Yo, I remember this.
1: Yeah. So that was to get people together because it was like I was mm-hmm. missing my friends mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people were like, "I'm busy." I'm like, <laughs> "All right, well, this I will be at this bar <laughs> every Monday. Come meet me if you want to." How did you land that? Oh, so people
0: skills, people. people. People skills. People
1: skills. skills. People just skills. talk to people. <laughs> uh, I used to, well, I still do. I like to like traipse New York City and, and, mm-hmm. and just walk and, and meander. And I saw these uh, th- three, wait, fourth mojito free deal oh. at this place called Cooper 35. Okay. So you drink three and the fourth one is free. Yeah. So I saw this sign one day and then i had this one of my friends andy was coming in uh, shout out to andy Kane. he was mm-hmm. coming into town and he was like you know we want to get some drinks he was like i don't know where to go though and i was like well i saw this crazy sign <laughs> 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 are you down he was like yeah and we went and i i think i had to give him my fourth mojito i uh, i think i don't think that i was able to to do that well, before at uh, that point the
0: third you get uh, if you get the three drinks on, the, on that kind of level and they're already hard body you're like <laughs> You're slowly grueling. There's a place in Hoboken called East LA that I've gone to. Yeah, and they have a rule: you're not supposed to go past three three margaritas. Ooh. Someone tried it in my crew, and it didn't end well.
1: And it's yeah, it's, it it's, didn't end well. It's not advisable. And yeah. these these were served in pint glasses with yeah. spring break straws. Mm-hmm. So it just it was it was a thing, you know, uh, and a great time. <laughs> so <laughs> so I happened to go back in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also had a great food menu.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and Esai, I call her my Japanese grandmother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love her so much. I was sitting at the bar. Uh, no, well, she was talking to our staff at the bar. Right, and right. She was telling the bartender how she needed a uh, a bouncer. Right. Now my ex boyfriend Khalid. Mm-hmm. I was. Uh, he's six four, and I think would been like looking to do. Had mentioned he wanted to do something like part time. Okay. So I was like, what? And he <laughs> and he used to bounce on Martha's Vineyard. You okay. know what I mean? So I'm like, this. What? This works. So yeah, so eavesdropping helps. <sighs> <laughs> so I went to her and I was like, I overheard you say you need a bouncer. <laughs> and she was like,
0: yeah. When Dara moves, just be aware. <laughs> yeah. It is not unintentional. She's slightly pathological. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say i'm just
1: good at planning (laughs) (laughs) i'm good at seeing things you know and executing you get the vision right (laughs) exactly okay yeah what the worst she could have said was no right 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 right, and if he didn't want to do it he never don't talk to her but (laughs) but i knew that he already liked the bar i got because we had been there right right right. so it was uh so yeah he started working there and Mm then um I initially wanted to do like a, like a, a speaking event yeah. at ne- Negril, which I ended up working there part time, too, okay. as a hostess. Um, I might have even been working there at the time. Oh. I, yeah, I think I was working there at the time at the same time. Um, and I was going to do like this like panel discussion Mondays or what? something where people yeah like had cut.
0: Yeah. I could not see that happening without I, you, I, without you could cutting the up. Owner. <laughs> the owner. Yeah. You would be cutting up like three or four times throughout the whole thing and it'd be wrapped up like oh it's, it's, it's yeah. this is over. Yeah. over. She can't keep straight.
1: I was, <laughs> like, I was like I don't see how this is going to work. <laughs> not for like a Monday thing. Just like people
0: airing out their grievances every Monday. Yeah. Jeez. Become a complaint box. That's exactly. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. no, Especially no. in New York, complaint boxes can fill fast. Yeah. Super fast, because everybody's got an opinion up in here, boy. Like, it's real.
1: Exactly. It's, and it's kind of hard to regulate, like, the energy in the yeah, room with some things like that. Yeah. And, you know, you want people to be open and free with what they want to say, but, you, yeah. don't, you know, man, emotional <laughs> management. Couldn't handle it. <laughs> um, so, initially, I started... I was like, okay, well, let's just do a drinking event. Yeah, and yeah. I, I started the first one at mm-hmm. Um, But then the drinks at Cooper were just, ch- like, dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. They are like, $4, $5. Right, right. So I was like, well, I might as well, like... Yeah. Have a place where people don't have to like spend a right. lot of money. Right. Um, I ended up doing a, other events at, at Negrill and I ended up working there still. Did I you meet a
0: lot of people that you still connected with now, who are like we're in that event scene,
1: or not really? Who came to that? Who came to that particular party? Yeah. I think the best thing about the, the that. Those Cooper days mm-hmm. are that other people have made friendships wow. and then are still friends. That's crazy. You know, like I'll look at, it. I'll see them like in a picture of Facebook together. I'm like, how do they know each other? Oh, oh yes, they used to come. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: am the connection. I am. I am
1: the <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And it just felt like this like uh like this freedom that people had on a right. Monday to just kind of just do whatever and and really relax their mind. And then I started another one with uh Eliza and that yes. was Fuck You Monday. Yes, at I the remember strand. this. Yeah. I remember this. That's after I broke up with Cooper. Okay. But then they tore that place down. Poor place. I know. R.I.P. I cried. Oh. But yeah, so then we did Fuck You Monday with Eliza at the I top of that. the strand and that was that was a sexy moment. <laughs> like, oh, you came to that. Yeah, I came to that. Yeah.
0: I was there. I saw everything. I was chilling like, yep. It's rooftop and
1: cabana. It was,
0: listen, it was nice to be in an environment where you have familiar faces, but it was just nice to be in an environment where you could just chill. Yeah. A lot of people don't get that. They go to, you know, you're you're in a place, you're foreign to you, you can't really chill. Everyone, all the dudes are hawking all the girls. All the girls are running to the other side of the bar because they don't want to be hawked all day. Yeah. It's It wasn't one of those kind of motions. Everybody was just smoothly moving around and doing their thing. Now, so you get a, you get a taste of that life. Mm-hmm. There a taste, and you're in the corporate world. You're balancing out and mm-hmm. everything. Now, how did that that kind of years go by for you personally? And I know you had lost some family during the time, mm-hmm. and you're going through that. How did all? How did that go for you, like on a personal level, Were you finding yourself like in a place where you were not able to pursue it further, like you wanted to. Or you just wanted to stick with what you were safe with with the corporate world and losing a family member and how did that affect you doing what you're doing now how did that, how did that all come about mm. for you how was that time for you
1: um, I think it's interesting because my mom was my manager when I was young, right? Right? Um, and my mom is who I lost mm-hmm. when I was you know, at my last corporate gig, right. Um, and they were really great in understanding of, you know, losing her. and so right. I was happy to be at that place at that time. yes, um, however, I do think that it was an eye opener mm. of you know, my mom would always just encourage me to do. I mean, if I told her I wanted to like fly off a building, she would. She'd be like, "I'm sure you could do it." <laughs> like, but you know, with a plan, you know, she gave, wasn't
0: blind about it. Your mom gave it. you your mom gave you confidence. Yeah, she gave you confidence and a space to be you. Absolutely, And I think that's important for any parent. Absolutely, to, 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 you have to let your kid be themselves. They're yeah, not, they're not going to be what you. I think a lot of parents get caught up in the idea, and they need to let their kid just. You need to stop with the idea and just let them be who they are. My grandmother, um, she. She supports me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but she, more so than even my grandfather, she's always let me be who I am. Yeah. If I'm a screw up, I'm going to be a screw up, but you're going to be the best screw up in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a screw up. A screw up. You've just, you can't just be to be. You got to be the best that you can be. You have yeah. to reach your full potential no matter what. Yeah. I and mean, I think that, I think your mom, I think your, your dad, I think all grace of that in you. I yeah. can see that with myself because I understand that. I understand the smackdown. Like what? So you wanna you wanna write a book Well, write the damn book then? Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But just write it. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah. what I got. So it, it's so your mother was she was there she was in your present big presence in your life and now she's out of your life at that
1: point. Yeah.
0: Was, did you feel the veil of protection there kind of, like, lifted off of you and you kind of, like, were exposed to a lot at that point? Or how did that go for you at that point?
1: Yeah, I think, because I think that that's the part that was probably the hardest is mm. that, you know, you had this amazing buoy there, yeah. you know, where it's yeah. like, you're great. You're wonderful. You can do it. Like, yeah. you know, you got this. And then you lose that buoy. It's kind of like, you know, the first time jumping into the water without the floaties on. You yeah. know? It's like,
0: what the fuck is <laughs> this? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I didn't expect this. Ah. <laughs> ah. <And> you guys,
1: <laughs> like, you ha- then you have to draw on all those things yeah. that they instilled in you, right? Yes. But I didn't know to what direction or what did, what degree. Mm-hmm. And my mom saw things in me at an early age that I like still am discovering about myself. You yes. know, like old headshot day.
0: Mm-hmm. Where I
1: was like old headshot. I was like I don't have old headshots. And then I was like oh wait. I first of all, I have a bunch of old headshots. But then I thought about how old the, my first headshots are. Mm-hmm. And that's because my mom was like. You're gonna do commercials,
0: you know? Because mm-hmm.
1: she she would see this child like, ah, my baby, you know, like <laughs> running around the house. Ha-ha!
0: She's about to become a momager. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's about, yeah, she's about to become a momager. Yeah, and yeah. she
1: she was pretty good at it. So mm-hmm. I just didn't know. And you know, my mom and I were starting. We started an LLC before she passed. Mm-hmm. We were going to do. Uh, we were going to have a design company uh, mm-hmm. where she was doing these really incredible uh, like layouts. Right. Um, and there were you know several things that we wanted to do with that. Um, as far as like home decor and 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 plates and stuff. Things are
0: still on the table you, for, to you, be done. You were embracing your creative side.
1: Yeah, embracing yeah. And side. and my mom was the one who was like prying it open. You know, right. I mean, whether she consciously was doing it or unconsciously doing it, I think that she was I think that she was motivating me to create something outside of Corporate America. I
0: think she saw the how Corporate America can drown your life.
1: I I think so too. Now yeah. now that I think about it, I mm-hmm. think that that's what she was like, uh, no, like make sure that you, you, you know." She didn't
0: want to see that for her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that.
1: Yeah. You know, my
0: grandfather he wanted me to go work in the Ford factory and everything. He wanted me to do that, but he saw that I wasn't going to do that. And he would be like, "Nah, I'll just go do you."
1: Yeah. yeah. My my granduncle told me I was mm-hmm. wasting my life. At the
0: Okay, so I'm going to let y'all know oh, something. God. For those of you who don't know um, black families, I'll tell you like this. The uncles are the ones with no filters. <laughs> the aunts, too. Oh, yeah! But they will tell you, hey, you, screw up. Go over there. You're wasting your life. Do something else. Yeah. And then the parents are just looking like, you can't say that to the kid. Yeah, yeah I can. He'll get over it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was like, you know, Corporate America would be a nice end game for most people. And he was telling me, you are wasting your life being there. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: what are you doing? Yeah. Because people get, I think, uh, (laughs) I got to put this. People are, people want to, they want to have the nice place in the city for years then retire, move out to the nice picket fence place, wherever mm-hmm. else. Especially if you if you worked in New York and you lived in Jersey, that's a, that was the move. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You go get yourself a little condo for years, and then when you get married, you and that person go buy a house, and then you stay there for for decades and raise children. Yeah. And understandably, that is a solid way to live because most of us grew up with that. Yeah. But as time moved forward, you start to realize, like even your peoples back then, some of them shouldn't have been there. And we're probably regretting it. And you see why a lot of homes, and I hate to say this, but a lot of homes, a lot of places, you see a lot of depressed people in them. Mm-hmm. And they have, it It looks perfect to me and you, mm-hmm. but they are down and depressed. And it's because their light gets drawn out. Yeah. They're, they're piled in by mortgages, bills, kids, everything. And then they, it just slowly dims out. Yeah. And it's scary because some people, like my man said in a previous podcast, he stated, he was like, some people, their dream is what you just said. That's their dream. They don't give a fuck about our dreams of being entrepreneurs, our dreams of being worldwide photographers. Yeah. They don't Give no fucks. Only thing they care about is having a stable home and a house. And he said, you gotta accept that mm-hmm. and say, you know what? Not everybody is gonna have the big dream. Yeah. And but I do realize some people have that big dream and have to you extenuate, have to like take it away. Yeah. And did you ever feel like that was coming? Did you start to look down that tunnel and things started to get weird?
1: Um I remember looking at one of my uh my coworkers and saying beach cover-ups can't be my legacy. Wow. And it was we ha- we were having these coworkers
0: die, man. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> dying, real deaths. That's, that's crazy.
1: And I just I was like, no. I can't. Mm-mm. God forbid something happened. Right. It can't be. She made cover-ups. <laughs> the fuck?
0: So you felt like you felt like a piece of you not just you so you, wait, wait. When you mean dying, you saw dying physically or dead. Oh. I thought you meant like they're dying at their desk. I mean like, that too. Oh. But dead. <gasps> died.
1: Shit. Yeah.
0: Suicides? No, mm-hmm.
1: no. One, she slipped and fell, but we we don't know if it was a slip and fall or if something happened to her brain and then she would, you know mm-hmm. fell after because she was like found in the street. It happened at Grammy night two years ago. Mm-hmm. And another one I, I lost after I left, but mm-hmm. she had been dealing with her sickness wow. when I was there, mm-hmm. and it's like these these are young girls. One was 26. One was uh, was in her 30s Mm -hmm. and I'm not making any correlation between the job and that Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that life is short
0: yes it is and that
1: your time spent should be spent doing things that you love yes and I didn't love making beach cover-ups so it started making me ask myself real questions where it's like
0: you had a man in a mirror moment (laughs) several, Oof. you know,
1: it's Oof. like,
0: I don't even know if I can survive the two I've had so far.
1: Oh my God. Are
0: like That's like, it's a shakedown. When you go look at yourself and you're staring in the mirror, like, do you even like what you're looking back at? Yeah. And then you, you have to make that decision. You got to make that call.
1: Yeah. That's a real thing. But the, it's interesting because mm. things like things just started to like, kind of not automatically happen because they're definitely actions that I took to like mm-hmm. put those in place. But the universe just started conspiring once I once I took, you know,
0: mm-hmm. took a step. Once you take you have to take a step. Yeah. What made what brought on the first first couple of steps?
1: Um okay, so I ended up doing this program at Landmark. Okay. And I did a I did the like the second part advanced course. And mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to do I didn't know what I wanted to do. Were you thinking about
0: going and acting? A lot of comedians they start out acting, then they get
1: into comedy. Well, I'd already been acting.
0: Oh, okay, okay. As it, a child actress. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. I didn't even go. I didn't even go back that far. I wanted to touch base with what was going on now. So. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I mean, no, I, I. I did do, like, a TV hosting class. I did mm-hmm. a voiceover class. I okay. got voiceover training okay. by uh, Kyle Perry. You had a
0: good voice. That's correct. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, Someone told me my voice was satisfying. Mm. I was like, thanks.
0: I tried to avoid the weird shit. Thank okay. you. There we go again. Okay. So, getting back on track. <laughs>
1: Is there a bunch of people told me that. <laughs> Not in a sexy way. I just made it oh. sexual. <laughs> satisfying. Ugh.
0: Yeah. So, um, <laughs>
1: what was I talking about?
0: You were talking we were talking about <laughs> how you had how you had already pursued acting and you had taken yes. some voiceover classes. Right. And now we were at where we're you're like, yo so
1: I'd taken voiceover training, I'd mm. taken T V hosting. Right. I taken. um Commercial voiceover classes. Mm-hmm. So I was dibbling and dabbling trying to figure something out, but like didn't know how to necessarily get into an audition or do And I, oh, I even did like a, I did a few uh, voiceover for like reading auditions as an adult. Okay. Um, but still just had no clue what I was like really going to do. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'm on this date, right? And I highlight Lamar because I was in this course. Otherwise, I would have just been talking about this mm. to someone at a bar. <laughs> about this story for the rest of my life as like a silly anecdote. Uh, but this was like a pin- pinnacle moment. where am right. on this date, and this guy took me. It was it was it started off as a really great date. Where it was Malcolm X's birthday. It was May nineteenth, and we're at this uh we're at the Shabbat Center in Harlem. Nice. And uh, sitting next to his grandmother not not Malcolm X's grandmother, <laughs> my date's grandmother and Malcolm X's daughters are like a few seats down from her. First date, right? So this I is how Whoa, wait a minute. This is I know it's weird. I know. <laughs>
0: this,
1: is, this is get into my life. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I am but I did you just, notice previously you disagreed
0: to the date? Like yeah. I disagreed
1: okay. to the date. He was like, Meet me here. I didn't know that I was gonna meet his grandmother and Malcolm X's daughter. So you I, got like, sandbagged I homes. Yeah, I kinda, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I'm great with family. Okay. It's <laughs> dangerous to introduce me to your family. <laughs> they're gonna ask about me forever.
0: No, I'm just kidding. The other girl could be like, <laughs> Who is this girl Darrow to keep talking about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's very awkward. <laughs> exactly.
1: Luckily only was <laughs> <laughs> I only met his grandmother. Uh-huh. I'm sure she asked about
0: me. That mm-hmm. she was she
1: was sweet. She was a wonderful woman. Whoever um, that
0: guy is, if you ever hear this podcast, gonna be staring. I knew she was crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he should have known that. Uh, <laughs> anyone who's listening to this podcast, you know, five minutes in, they were like, oh yeah. <laughs> Nutbag bag over there. Uh, so <laughs> but because I'm standing next to his grandmother, mm. I am on my best behavior, right? Okay, okay. Like, I mean his grandmother. I right. can't <laughs>
0: You can't turn up as a kid, so yeah, up. Up. No, but turn not, up. not
1: the first time with granny. If she, <laughs> if she offers a drink, then granny likes to party, yeah, and then it's open season,
0: especially if it's dark,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> so dark exactly, like if no one can see granny and she's just like mm, putting a little more <laughs> sherry in her cup. You know, this time, you she pulls know this, that nip out that pocket, okay. That could the act, I could oh. drink with the granny. Um, but we weren't there, okay, because this was the first date,
0: okay. So, all smiles. and All you.
1: smiles. Yes. So then we leave. We go to his old job.
0: Yeah. This gets weird. We're going down I a weird rabbit hole. He did hole. have a
1: cool old job. I'm trying to not shout out where he worked, but uh, mm-hmm. but still, I'm not gonna be turning up in front of your old coworkers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, know right. your lane. Yes. I know my lanes. Okay. <laughs> so
0: we fabulous with grandma.
1: The, what? What?
0: It'd be fabulous with grandma.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Just be so precious with grandma that she can't stop asking about you and have the co-workers be like, where's that nice girl? I loved her
0: skirt. She was nice to me. She was nice to <laughs> me. Exactly.
1: Uh, so this is when it gets good. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I have a surprise for you. And I was like, what? Oh, boy. And he's like, "He's like, we're going to get something to eat. And I was like, what? What?
0: <laughs> So, so you're in Harlem. <laughs> no, we're now downtown. No downtown. Okay. Yeah, we're okay.
1: in the, we're in the village now.
0: Oh, okay, so yeah, there's plenty of places to eat. So yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But based on a previous conversation, yeah. he remembered that I like my moons. Oh I like mamoons a lot, which is a great place to get a shawaffle <laughs> or a shawarma or a falafel. I have no idea the what shawaffle is. The shawaffle is the shawarma and the uh, falafel okay. put together.
0: Okay. I was <laughs> yeah. okay. about to say, can you please explain?
1: Yeah. Yes. It's delicious. Yes. It sounds
0: delicious. It's so good. So,
1: and uh, you know, it's on the cheaps, and I love mm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he wouldn't tell me where we were going, but as we were walking, I put it together, and I got real excited, <laughs> I was like, yeah! <laughs> so we were passing the grizzly pair on McDougal, yeah. and there's this guy barking outside, trying to get people to come into a show.
0: Yeah.
1: So, he said, yeah, come on in for a com- free comedy show, guys. Mm. And I was like, we're going to get food. He said, oh, you can bring the food in. Mm-hmm. I said, oh. I said, well, if we if we come back, I'm getting on stage. My date. This is rant. I was messing with the dude. I wasn't yeah, serious. Yeah. Uh, but my date looked at the guy and said, "No, she's not. She's not funny."
0: Well, and you just I shot your foot off, baby. <laughs> my Ow. man. My man isn't he? Oh, <laughs> Why shit. would yo? It's your first date, uh, bro. Yeah. Shut oh. up. <laughs>
1: I shut up in front of your grandmother and your coworkers. Yeah. You can't give me this 30 seconds. You with don't even stranger? know her enough to say
0: she's not funny, think, B. Think, <laughs> like, thank who, you. Who says that? Thank you. Yeah.
1: Oh, Damn. oh, my God.
0: Yo, RIP his career. You know, his career.
1: The whole mm-hmm. anger that uh, whole ass anger just planted a seed grew mm-hmm. had little baby angers and I running around colonizing my body because I just got so upset. When's
0: your birthday again?
1: December eighteen. So that makes you uh, Sagittarius.
0: Never tell a Sagittarius. He can't. She or, he or she can't do anything. Oh. Uh, and just just a little reference on that: Nicki Minaj, Jay Z, mm. you know. Just a little reference. Brad Pitt, Einstein. Yeah, be very careful with people who are around that that sign. Just FYI, because yeah. they're highly competitive. <laughs> he started something. <laughs> yeah, he started. Sure did. <laughs> he started. That's a bad move, me. <laughs> I learned this old school. One of my my one of my closest friends, and I will remain him nameless. But two of my closest friends, ultra competitive. You tell them you can't. If you tell them they can't drink a whole cake, they will try to drink the whole cake. Mm-hmm. Just cu- just because you told them they couldn't do oh, something, yeah. So. And I'm staring at them like, bro, it's not that serious. You do but not have to is. prove it. But see, f- to them, it's like, oh my god, World War Three. But it World is World War III. Yeah, yeah. What is that? <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're going go to go public again. Continue, please.
1: Yeah, because the oh,
0: so Anger. you so you jump on stage. No,
1: no. Okay. I, I wish we went to. I said I was like. I said, you don't know my life. <laughs> you don't know how funny I am or I'm not. I said, no, no. I said, we are going to go get food and we will be back. Mm-hmm. Date changed. I don't know what plan <laughs> four was, but date has changed. <laughs> About fucking face with the Mamoons, buddy. <laughs> so we would go get Mamoons, we'd come back. And I'm trying to be a good audience member. Yeah. But. The crowd work that they were doing with me, mm-hmm. my responses were funnier than their punchlines.
0: So you did and the I'm, prom thing.
1: Yo, you remember that?
0: Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I, we're taking it all we the way back. Were, yeah. I, I remember everything. Oh, oh just, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, the prom yeah. thing.
1: Kind of. Maybe. But not. No. Because I wasn't heckling.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. You can see her face right now. <laughs> it's like she's trying to calculate the lie. Like, hmm. I, <laughs> To what degree hmm. is that true?
1: I wasn't hmm. heckling, though, because they were asking me questions. Okay. So I was actually in, they were asking me questions. Yeah. But I wasn't giving them like the answer that was
0: what they wanted to hear. Yeah. You be. Or different. my
1: answer was funnier than I, I I'm also very angry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Please do not incorporate but her into the angry black woman stereotype. But it's,
1: I was just, I was, I was just upset with my date, <laughs> <laughs> and it was unresolved <laughs> in my emotions. But anyway, the the host was laughing at my responses mm. more than he was the comedian.
0: So I gotta, I gotta give this date yours, um, kind of credit at this point. Yeah, much as I hate to admit it, he's a dick.
1: He's, st- <laughs> <laughs> but he's a nice guy. He just wasn't smart in that moment.
0: How did, how did Obama say about Kanye? Yes.
1: so, <laughs> so oh, yes. Yeah, so. so he started something. Because then at the end of the show, he looked at me, he's like, you are funny. And I was like, I already know that.
0: <laughs> turn your mic off. Don't ever turn that shit back on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, he started a monster. Right. So I didn't know exactly how I wanted to pursue comedy, but I knew I wanted it to be in some element of showing people how fucking funny I was because this (laughs) asshole said I wasn't funny. Did you
0: start like doing homework on female comedians, male comedians? How did you start? Well, I had
1: always, I'd always been watching Mm -hmm. female comedians, especially Uh, like the Tracy Allman show was one of my favorite things growing up. I remember seeing the first episode of The Simpsons. Nice. At the end of the Tracy Allman show. (laughs)
0: Let me ask you this now.
1: I just aged myself. Yeah, verbally. you sure did. But yeah,
0: I was trying to let you ride on that one. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. I watched it one. Don't years. do the math. <laughs> I watched the one. year I'll as a child.
1: you? I'll
0: find you. Let me ask you this though. <laughs> did you did you also take from white comedians, black comedians, Spanish comedians? Did you did you did the did the ethnicity play a part in your 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 idea of watching? You just kind of just watch it all kind of mixed together.
1: Well, I mean, I think when we were growing up, what was on your TV was going to be on your TV, right? Right. Right. So um, there wasn't. You know, a YouTube.
0: No. Um, I had a different world Cosby show. I had... Diff- um, I had... Yeah, I had I had that one to Year, shit like that.
1: Yeah. yeah. So And I watched all of those shows. Mm-hmm. I also watched a lot of SNL. I also oh, watched... See, I didn't watch
0: a lot of SNL. Oh. I, I, got, I got caught up in like that skit type of scene mm-hmm. when In Living Color came to birth.
1: Oh, yeah. I watched In Living Color too, but yeah. I watched a lot of SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a lot of Carol Burnett's show. Okay. I watched... Um, an, oh, kids in the hall! <laughs> kids in I the hall. loved kids in the hall. Oh. I loved kids in the hall. I watched. I watched a lot of uh, Mr. Bean. Mm. So I, I was watching, and then uh, I remember my ex-boyfriend used to play a lot of Russell Peters. Okay. Um, and then you know, and then of course the Eddie Murphy's and the Richard Pryors, mm-hmm. and you know, my parents would be listening to you know. Uh, to their records, like <laughs> with their own records and stuff. So, I, I I kind of have always been surrounded by comedy, but mm-hmm. never with the like intention of, I'm going to listen to this person because of, you know, their skin color. Like, mm-hmm. uh, to me, it was just, is this person funny?
0: Yes, yes. You know? Because a lot of people, like, a lot of people, I, I never was into Seinfeld. People are deadly into that stuff. Mm. And I'm like, I don't get it. But if you want to talk about Martin, I can talk about Martin all day long. Yeah. And that was weird for me because I'm just like, I did like, I Growing Pains, all these little funny shows were, like, were good. But yeah, as far as comedians go, like I really didn't get into comedians until I saw Martin. Mm-hmm. And I saw Martin, his first big special that was on HBO, and I got to see that. I knew I wasn't supposed to see it. Uh. And it was like, that like kind of turned me on to like watching comedians. And then I realized comedians are some of the smartest people on the planet. Mm-hmm. And because they're more observant than me... Than most people, and I can't say you anymore, obviously, because you ingratiated yourself into that world. Mm. So it's like you're gonna be, you, you get into it. Like I was talking to my boy Billy. You know Billy. Uh, do you know Billy? I don't know if you do or not. Billy. Billy the billionaire. Bill the billionaire. Of course. Okay.
1: So <laughs> I used to go to his mom's dance school. <laughs> right. Shout out to learn at five star. <laughs> Bill- I remember when Billy was a little boy, <laughs> and his little sister Crystal. Oh God. Yeah. Shout I,
0: out. I had him on my podcast, and he was. He explained everything about the comedic world and how he had got really in into the world, but also got fast tracked into it, mm. and how some of it didn't pan out right. Like he, if he had listened more, he probably would have done a little better, but he didn't listen, and then he kind of went back and realized like some of it he needed to listen to. Now you're getting into this world, you're mm-hmm. fully ingrained into it. After that happens, when was the first time you said, "All right, I'm all, I'm kind of close to being all in on this." Um, now give some people some context. When did the date? Take? So
1: 2014 is okay. when I went on that bad date. Okay. And then I told, I came out to my family
0: <laughs> as a comedian
1: <laughs> in June, and then I ended up getting my first time was on a show. Okay. Uh, I was talking to this bartender, and I was mm-hmm. telling him I wanted to be a comedian, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, I run a show. You can bark for some time." And I and I bought a few people, and I started on a show. So, like, the mic world was, like, foreign to me. Didn't Did you know. picture everybody
0: naked? Huh?
1: No. <laughs> I just tried to picture it, like, talking to my family.
0: Oh, shit. Because like, right.
1: I used to put on little shows for my family. Right, right, right. Like, right. little magic shows. And
0: <laughs> Performer from birth, huh?
1: Performer from birth, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and put on this little hat. It mm-hmm. was ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, so I got, yeah, and I'd done public speaking before, so Honestly, I of you yeah. know, I've been, I'd, I was trying to look at it like that, right, you know, right, right. but the only caveat is like, you want people to laugh at the end, right? Yeah,
0: you got nobody to crack on now, it's, it's on you, you become the subject at this point. Right.
1: right, like it's different when you're just being sarcastic, and it's like, oh, well, they can just write off it, if it's not funny, they can just be like, oh, she's a bitch, you know, yeah, yeah. But, it, but no, you're up here saying, I'm funny, <laughs> laugh at me <laughs> and then if no one laughs and it's like i'm not funny damn that date was right the whole,
0: what's the guy to uh, apollo when he came with the horn me, 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 get your ass off stage yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so,
1: exactly so jesus so yeah i did i did the show mm-hmm. and i was like i like this okay, okay. <laughs> and then i went to mics and i did not like that mm. um i did a mic in la mm. and i was nervous about that and it was only because, you know, I don't know, it was like, it You're wasn't even a show in LA, you know, it mm-hmm. was like a mic. But what felt really good about that is as I was leaving, people were like, you, I, we thought you were one of the best ones. And right. I was like, what? Now, explain I to everybody so what a mic is. Oh, a mic. Okay. Yeah. A mic is where um, comedians go and group masturbate. No, I'm just <laughs> It's not too far off in the truth. But,
0: um, <laughs> circle jerks? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it's, it's a circle jerk. Uh, no, it's um, where comedians go and practice their craft. Okay. So okay. I, I host a really dope one, Wednesday Comedy Workout in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, it's at Brooklyn House of Comedy. And shout out to Joanna Briley. Just have to do that very quickly because it is a it is an amazing mic. And nice. And going to mics in the beginning, mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be the death of anything I want to do with comedy if I have to, like continue doing this you know mm. uh, I, this isn't working out like <laughs> 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 Jesus. Yeah. so I just try to make you know anything that I bring to WCW mm-hmm. I want it to be the antithesis of what okay. I, I I saw and and was feeling and dealing with when I first started mm-hmm. so um, so yeah that was 2014 when I started I did that mic in LA mm-hmm. in 2015 on uh, February and then so I was doing this intermediary mics and that's when um, I was like, "All right, juggling corporate and going to a mics was like no."
0: What time you get out of the mic show? Five.
1: Like mics vary, mm-hmm. so um, but it was like when I got out at six thirty after dealing with the stupid. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to know. I don't want to then go and like be beat over the head about <laughs> but silence <laughs> after my jokes. <laughs> I want people to laugh, <laughs> damn it. So it uh, so I got very hesitant. Eliza, mm-hmm. Eliza Powell. Shout out to Shout Eliza. Shout out to Eliza. Love her forever, my sister. <laughs> Eliza. She sends me an email and she's like, I know you're probably past this, which was not the case. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, but there's a comedy class at Comic Strip. Right, right. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So I signed up for that class. Mm. And, um, and I guess I, I signed up for it at the end of... 2015 and then because I think it was 2016 when I took it and um, I w- was still working at the my corporate job I went on vacation and I was in Greece
0: How was that amazing did you like did you at that Greece like kind of I mean you're out there thinking obviously you're in a thinking space. When you go to Greece. Am I correct?
1: I was thinking and doing it for the gram. <laughs> Shit, I w- I never posted this. God, pictures, I hate so. social media. Go I ahead. only, I, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, I took a bunch of pictures that I think are amazing, but mm-hmm. I posted like three. <laughs> That's how it goes. I posted like Yo, three I posted- because I am. Mean, I actually am really bad at like like I'll take pictures of everything else, but mm-hmm. I'm very bad at being like, okay, here, let's take this picture because I'm mm-hmm. usually like jumping off a boat or mm-hmm. in the water or you know enjoying life rather than taking.
0: it. I gotta say, all the time I've I've known you. On social media, it's always been like, I'm not just gonna post this selfie, I'm gonna be doing something in every pick. <laughs> Damn it. And I'd be like, I'd be looking at it, I'm like, oh, there goes Derek doing something weird. Okay. Yeah. Swell. <laughs> but, that's, that's, but that's you. I know that's you. So that's yeah. why I'm like, you don't, you don't, you never do anything. I could always say, you never do anything that's normal. Thank and you. I say that, and I say that in the most complimentary I, way. I
1: I take it because, in the most complimentary and I, way, and I like
0: I always like that about you. Like you're not the atypical girl who's just taking a thousand pics that are just the same selfie but a different angle. Yeah, no, that I think You guys already know what a, I look like. Yeah, about 150 times. Yeah, you guys, so you guys have yearbooks and shit. You know, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> you, I you don't guys know what I look like. I don't understand why we need 150 different angles. But anyway, yeah, I digress. No worries. So
1: so Greece is amazing, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm really having like an incredible time out there. And then I get a uh, text message uh, saying, we need to speak to you before you come back to the office. And I was like, "Mm -hmm." now there had been like talks in the office before I left of like major shifts and happening. Mm -hmm. But Dara was like, I'm going on vacation (laughs) and don't give a shit. Okay, (laughs) What happens here next week? Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't know that that meant that they were gonna text me and you know
0: hit you with the heavy.
1: Hit me with the mm-hmm. well, we don't need you to come back like ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stay <laughs> hell out of this office. <laughs> Not with this shit.
1: Never come back. But it was a huge layoff in the company, mm-hmm. so it wasn't just me. And they just they got rid of a, a division. I only worked with that division, mm-hmm. um, and it ended up being like a, this huge blessing. I mean, I'm standing on this pier in Mykonos, and I'm looking at this incredible view, and I'm like, if this is supposed to be a very sad moment, this is one of the best sad moments <laughs> of my entire existence. So you saw
0: the white buildings and the blue water. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that, was that, that, everybody has that picture, but they, they go to Greece, but... That's one I haven't been. That's one of my, um, one of my bucket list places to go. Just to yeah. see. I just want that picture. Yeah. Because that is one of the most amazing things you'll see in life.
1: Oh, it's, it's so beautiful. And th- this was actually at night when it happened. Mm. Uh, it was daytime here, but. So I'm looking at like all these lights along this pier, this water. I was about to, I knew that there was a Jameson at the bar. Mm. I knew I had this lamb ragu coming. You know what I mean? Yes. Like life was good.
0: Jameson. You yes, know, life Lord. was good. Yes.
1: So I, I was like, how much are you paying me? And when can I come pick up my stuff? Yeah. They were like, you can come pick up your stuff on Monday. I went, I picked my stuff up that Monday. And that's when I started my comedy class. And mm. as I was walking a comic strip, and shout out to DF Sweedler, mm-hmm. um, who's my comedy coach up there. I just had this feeling of, like, this is it. Like, mm. you there's a, this, like, listen to the universe. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are carrying literally right. your old life to a new life right now. And whatever mm. you're going to have to do to, to work that out, figure that out. But, like, I knew I, it wasn't about going home and updating my resume and sending it to
0: some other HR company. Yeah. Welcome to the world, because I did that for many years. Oh, but, no.
1: Because I, I, I could not have beach cover-ups be my legacy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Okay. i I don't know if that's gonna be the title of this podcast, <laughs> but I will find a way to include it somehow okay uh so so you're in there, you're grinding at this thing did you did you begin to realize it was a community?
1: um yeah, but I believe that everything is community, I believe mm. that you create your worlds right, right right um, so I think it's really important to like
0: I know Shatara, yes, I, I know her for I've known her for years doing what she's doing and Billy, I met Billy and I was working with Billy for a while. So I understood the grind of it. Yeah. I understood the grind of it. Did you start meeting people that you see now are doing things or what did you kinda like? Did you kind of meet what kind of people did you kinda meet at first? Did you meet was it, was it a cold meeting or was it a very warm and, and greeting kind of way?
1: Um, so I met I met some people when I was uh Like, before I took the class. And they were really nice. But they were like, people come in and out of comedy. They were really, really, like, engaging. And they were like, they were so Mm -hmm. supportive. But I wasn't taking myself seriously then. And I think as soon as I started taking myself seriously, that's when other comedians started taking me seriously. And I think that that's what that pivotal point was, taking that class in 2016. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I think it's it's really crazy. I think just like in the photography business that I, I started... Keenan, shout out to my baby. Shout
1: out to Keenan.
0: He started. He, I knew that him and any other community would, who were already in photography business, wouldn't take me seriously had I not stepped up and just really took the time out to really work on the craft of it. Yeah. it was it the same thing in, in, the, in the comedic world for you? Shatara and I actually <laughs> just had this
1: conversation on uh, Sunday. OK. Um, Where, you know, I remember going to her show. She had a show at, like, Jordan's Lounge, and it was in Jersey City. Mm-hmm. And I kept on saying, oh, I want to go see her show. I want to go see her show. And I was like, she's in Jersey City. I might as well go see her show. Right. And I had a thought about, like, what it is I wanted to do, but I mm-hmm. didn't want to have the conversation of, like, hey, I want to be a comedian. Put me on your, you know what I mean? <laughs> And she was talking about how this, you know, a girl yeah. a, a, had, you know, kind of done that, mm-hmm. and it was important for me to show that I was doing.
0: But you were serious about. The, yeah, that.
1: that I was doing the steps. You know, because right. there's Trev, there's Billy, there's mm-hmm. Shatara. I would see their I shows. I didn't even cut out Trev, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
0: grew up with him, right, Abs- right, right, literally down the block from my house. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Trev and Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Yeah, shout Lisa out to Lisa. Had, words. Lisa shout just Lisa. had a birthday. Jeez. so it's like I knew people who were doing it it would have been easy to make a phone call but what did I have to show for it you know what I mean so it's like I had to take myself seriously Mm -hmm. and take the steps in order to say okay yes no I've done this show I've done this show I'm doing this Mm -hmm. Um, and then you know and Shatara has booked me on two shows so far you know after after I did the work after she saw my face on flyers, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and it wasn't, and we never even like had the, like you know conversation. Like, hey, put me on because mm-hmm. she saw that I was doing the work, right? You know, right.
0: same thing with same thing with with, with many of the photographers who I've gotten to talk to and and speak with. They saw how hard I worked to try to get there. Like, I always worked on whatever little thing I could, whether it was yeah. shooting three or four times a day or. Just trying to figure out the best angles, just being creative. Yeah, like you said, and then you, she saw you grinding, putting out, putting out the work. And I know it wasn't easy to put yourself out there to do it. Mm. Did you get a lot of pushback from the fam?
1: No, actually, I was so nervous about that. Mm. Mom's gone. I mm-hmm. wonder what she would think. But I think she would like it. I think, I think that your she mom would
0: be at every damn show. Yeah, probably. <laughs> your dad would be like, hmm.
1: my dad. My dad's been to a few shows, mm. except he's always. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few jokes where I'm like, what does my father's face look like? Someone tell me because I can't look at him right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Staring at you like.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Think he's funny young lady? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: But he's totally supportive. That was the craziest part. Like totally supportive. Never like, even with that material, he's never like, you need to change that. None (laughs) of that. None of that. Um, so it really is. It's amazing and surprising mm-hmm. to have my family support oh, she, the her. Way her they, lovely
0: cats—they are snickering. Yeah, you heard if that. you hear
1: fizzy champagne and Rocky Balboa, sorry, they—they they're, want that stage time These too. These are her guardians. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> These
0: are the guardians of the cats. They're castle. like she's been in there too long. What's happening? Yes. Yes.
1: Um. What was I talking
0: about? You were talking about your dad and his acceptance of you. Family. family. Yes.
1: Okay. So shortly after that. Um, mm-hmm. That first date. Yes. And I was like, I'm going to pursue comedy. Mm-hmm. I got to tell my family. Right. So we were going out to Kentucky. My grandfather lived in Kentucky with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And we would go out there ever so often. And Kentucky. Kentucky. Hebron, Kentucky.
0: Okay. Keep going.
1: Near Covington, Kentucky. I have no words. Across Bl- the river from Cleveland. S- no, S- not be- Cleveland. The beautiful C- blue C- state. C- Cincinnati. That mm-hmm.
0: beautiful blue state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: was really nervous about it the first time. <laughs> okay. I was really nervous about it. Beautiful people. This is not the Kentucky kind of climate. I want...
0: Yeah, I'm so I sorry. I don't mean to say it like that, but this is not the kind of climate I'm gonna be. The whole,
1: this, this Kentucky story is a whole other podcast in itself. But okay. Yeah. So I'll 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 breeze through it. Yes. So um we. Wanted to make sure that we got out there to celebrate my grandfather's birthday. Yes. So we're out there. We pushed the trip up mm. to make sure that we could get there. And I don't know, it's, it's kind of like the universe like, again, where I, there were so many moving parts and we were finally kind of like, we're getting in the car on Sunday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we were going to do it in August, but we were like, no, we're going to, Sunday, we're going to leave. Okay, there it is. Um, fine. Uh, which was great that I wasn't at work, because right. then I didn't, I didn't have to call out to anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at God.
0: So I'm that's s- the first time you have probably been at that point where you weren't beholden.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh no, I wasn't beholden. Mm-hmm. No, no. Yes. Yeah. So
1: I went. I walked in there with a smile and packed my shit. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> like, that's real. See you later. I hung
1: out with the cafeteria people the most because that's who I really loved. Mm. I loved them
0: so much. Um, mm. Yes, Black women in corporate America.
1: Yeah, love in the cafeteria. Love in the cafeteria. Because they kept me fed and loved. And they always put a smile on my face.
0: Feed them and everyone's happy.
1: That's what Drew said. Yeah, yeah. That's your
0: advice. Yeah, works for women, too. <laughs> okay, so, so <laughs> 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 works in both cases.
1: Exactly. So, okay, so I'm sitting around the dinner table with my family. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to tell everyone I want to pursue stand-up comedy. And they're like, silence at the table. Oh, beat, beat you should look up Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah did, well, didn't have the daily show and all of that. Mm-hmm. Then they were like, there's a South African comedian. Da, 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 da. Started throwing out all these other people. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like super supportive about it. <laughs> and, I, and like, I'm sure at the back of their brains are like, how's she going to make money?
0: But <laughs>
1: <laughs> believe me,
0: I've, I've I, I really understand that a lot.
1: Oh yeah. It's a, and it's a real conversation, yes, but, it is. Um, but, I'm glad in that moment there was nothing but support. Yeah. And everyone left the table, and it was just me and my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, so you're really going to do this good? Oh, I wish I had a better grandpa impressionation. <laughs> he said, you're, he's like, you're really going to do this, kid? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. He's uh-huh. like, all right, look, comedians, the great comedians, they do two things. Uh, they
0: make people think, and they make people laugh. Chris Rock. Huh, Chris Rock.
1: Did Chris Rock say that?
0: Nope. Chris oh. Rock is the epitome okay. of that. because I am like Grandpa. Did you
1: quote Chris <laughs> Rock? <laughs> Damn that,
0: it! <laughs> uh, did not, he did not quote Grandpa. <laughs> I listened. To, <laughs> I listened to. I listened to. Uh, I listened to Brilliant Idiots podcast. Yeah, with Charlamagne and, and Andrew Schultz. Yeah, and Andrew Schultz is a comedian, uh-huh. and, he, and he had Neil Brenner on. Yeah, and Neil Brenner, and they always talk about exactly what you just said.
1: Yeah, it was. It was too perfect. It was yeah. too. Per- it was like. As long as you can do those things, you'll be great. And mm-hmm. he's like, now go kick ass <laughs> and be great.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he died a week later. Oh, my God. And I was like, fuck, now I still got, I really got to be a stand-up comedian.
0: <laughs> it's all in the written. It's all in the written, man. Grandpa's your... dropping these gems, and then he's dying. I can't just let the advice die, too. He you lost your... You lost your mom. Yeah. You lost your grandma. And they both kinda like left you something to to push you towards your legacy at this point.
1: Bunch of gifts, yeah. Yeah, like
0: that, that's real. Yeah. Not a lot of people get that. Yeah. So you got blessed to to actually have that. I know people who never met their grandparents. Really? I was blessed to meet I know my great grands, mm. but I know people who didn't even know their grandparents and it blows my mind.
1: Yeah. I'm like
0: you didn't you don't know your history then.
1: Yeah, because there's one grandfather that I never met. He died when my mom was nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, her her father passed, and I always he's a mystery to me. So mm-hmm. I I don't know what that would be like to not know.
0: Right? Would that, you ever do that, that whole level? Would you ever do twenty three of me?
1: My father gave me ancestry. dot com for a birthday or Christmas, which is like the same thing because I'm a week away from Christmas. Baby Jesus takes all of my shine. <laughs> did, you, did you take it? Did you? Did you did I did. I gave them my DNA. There's a little dower running around in New Mexico somewhere. Uh, I'm just kidding. They cloned you? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, I did it. Mm-hmm. I did it. And because um, it was free and my dad had already it, done it and he like. It's really about this family tree, which is great, which is great. But <laughs> I can like, see you
0: using this in a bit. That's what I'm looking at Like, I,
1: I, Yeah, well, I did. And mm-hmm. there's like this mild bit that I throw in sometimes mm-hmm. um, if I'm hosting and someone brings up one of those things where it's like, I just got tired of telling people I was from slave ship in Jersey.
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why? So, why? so
1: I figured why not. Why do
0: we, <laughs> right. Slavery was not slavery was not a choice. Sla-
1: <laughs> okay? I was it's, talking about that too the other day. I was like, well, my people ran. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. we ran. So we made <laughs> we made a choice.
0: <laughs> I don't know if this actually helps conversation any more than it just did. Okay, we're going to move forward. Let's, let's just move forward. We're off this fucking Fuck everything, damn it.
1: But that I was thinking about that. You know how hard that is to run? When's the last time you walked to South Carolina? You know what I mean? Like, no, I would never run to that's South
0: Carolina. Hard. Yeah.
1: And then you have to live the rest of your life trying to figure out if you're safe. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like that's a it's kind of like running out of the rat race. You yes. know what I mean?
0: Yes. You're I, running from you're running from something that can harm you.
1: Yeah. At the end of the day, so it's like, I, like I, Kanye. I, I'm not sure your point was. He's like, he's like, I got, I got free thought. I got free thought. Look at this, guys. I got free thought. It's like a little boy with his dick. He's like, look, 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 look. Look at this. Look at
0: this. Free thought. Free thought. Poor Charlemagne. <laughs> I mean, poor not, poor, not poor Charlemagne. Poor Charlemagne because they didn't But poor Kanye. The um, only reason why I say poor Kanye is he's just he's he he's not a victim. He's doing this under his own choice, understandably. But in the climate in which you were coming out with this, bro. Nobody's ready for what you're trying to say at this point.
1: Yeah, I think there's too many other things going on yeah, for yeah. him to be trying yeah. to throw out this this thought that is so far left mm-hmm. that we're not ready for. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean. And at
0: the time when this this comes out, you know, we're speaking a little further in the future. His music will be out. Yeah. Who knows what people will be talking about at that time? Yeah. You know, and I, for me, you know, I always say this. His first album kind of saved my life mm. because I was I was a kid who was trying to find his identity. Yeah, You know what I mean? I was a young guy who was surrounded by guys who were still trying to find their identity. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye comes out with a song about a kid who dropped out of college who was just trying to find his way. Yeah. And that was the only music I could relate to. I couldn't relate to the locks, We Are The Streets, Bang Bang Shoot Em Up shit all mm-hmm. the time because I don't come from that. They have a smoothie shop now. I know. That's amazing. Yes, it is. And I, I had to, to, to re-register re- what I was going to do. Yeah. So I kind of went into the other lane and said, you know what? I don't have to be a banger. I'm not that guy. I'm over here. I'm going to go get a job or yeah. do something with my life. So I say all I have to say is old Kanye helped put my life in perspective and kept me out of a, a, a very narrow stream that I was about to go down. It was going to be bad for mm-hmm. me. And seeing him now... And the way that he's acting now shows a man who lost his mother and lost his way, Mm -hmm. and still hasn't found his way back. Yeah, and it's people don't understand until unless you've lost a parent, you very, very, you just don't get it. Yeah, until you have, because there's a lot of things that just have to get unpacked. You will have to go to therapy. I've never been. I probably have to go eventually in life. Mm. But therapy's a good time. It's just with him, and I watched Charlamagne interview, and it was just a lot. I haven't seen
1: that interview.
0: Wait until you watch it. You're going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah. He And I was listening to Joe Button's podcast on the way over here, the episode that was part of that time, at that time. Mm-hmm. And he was they were just like, yo, all he ever does is they point out great black people. And all he does is point out great white people that he wants to be. Mm. And I, it was just a lot to pack. But I'm not gonna get off too far off subject here. Yeah, or, no, no. <laughs> not much. <Yeah. laughs> but what I'm saying is, and I'm saying all these to say is that the I'm using the Kanye thing. I think I lost the subject. I I think I lost it right there.
1: Kanye was Kanye got deep.
0: Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, okay, let's move Wait. on. Let's move on. We, Fuck this. No,
1: the truth. The
0: truth. Is that what we're talking about? we were talking about the truth. Okay, you we're talking about the truth. D- Joe Biden. Well, Jordan, the Joe Button thing, I, I didn't want to go too okay. far. Away. We're going too far All into right. rap hole, so okay. we're going to leave the Joe Button thing alone. Okay. Let's let's just stick with here before we lose everybody on this. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> We probably already lost you come guys. Back, this was, guys this come, come back, Come back. Come sorry. on. Come, come back. Sorry. sorry we we'll are get into a real deep moment. This anyway.
1: when Kanye comes up.
0: <sighs> okay. Anyway. Anyway, we were talking about 23 to me. Your dad gave you that present. And oh, yes. People were being supportive. And, yes. And they were supportive of it. And
1: Oh, can I Eight. say one more thing about the 23 of me? Go ahead.
0: Sorry. Was, you, no, no, we're done. Are you gonna, okay. No, no more. One more thing
1: about the 23 of me. Uh, what was cool was that when I went to South Africa. Yeah. And I was so I was 10%, 70% 9% African, obviously. Right. I was surprised that it was that low. Uh, I was like, shouldn't it be more? But... <laughs> People were fucking. You do. Know. And things happened.
0: People were having sex across the across world. Across the world for a long time. So it came about from other things. From other things. Yeah, they might have came from <laughs> other
1: things. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. I was taking that slave ship in Jersey way too far. I was no. like, wait, where did this part come from? She's Who like are checking they? Skin
0: tone, like, wait a minute. Who people. are they? Wait a minute.
1: Um, but ten percent of that was banned too. So when <laughs> I was in South Africa, and people mm-hmm. were like, "Are you from here?" Mm-hmm. I was like, 10% of me is. Like, I was <laughs> so excited. Dude,
0: Africans looking at me like, <laughs>
1: uh, yeah,
0: weird yeah. ass fucking American. Weird guys.
1: ass American. <laughs> and then this other guy was like yelling at me. He's like, you. and this was right after the election.
0: Oh, Trump? Mm hmm. And
1: he was like, you guys shouldn't even be there. What are you doing there? Like, 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 seriously coming for me. Tell you and come I was, home. And, and I, yeah. And I was like, well, someone helped us out in the boat. And then he got. Me
0: <laughs> oh, shit. That's a whole nother... His don't open face
1: the, dropped and started laughing. He couldn't stop laughing.
0: Man, you. I'm open, glad
1: he took it well.
0: That opens up a whole nother door to a whole other conversation that, that people don't want to have right now. I'm,
1: I know, I know. <laughs> I don't want to Kanye myself in this podcast. <laughs> yes. It was a nice moment between me and this man who was yelling at me <laughs> for not coming back. And I'm like, I'm standing on the continent of Africa right now, sir. So mm. I'm back. Like, just can we have a nice conversation? I'm back. I'm back. Okay. <laughs> I'm from sit, damn it. I'm <laughs> black, damn it. I paid a lot of ah. money to come here and I don't want to talk about how I should have been here the whole time.
0: Yeah, there seems to be a theme of of, of angry black women <laughs> moments that you seem to be having a lot of.
1: Like, I am just passionate about my shit, okay? okay? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not angry. I'm just passionate about my shit.
0: Chalking it up to passion. This well, man
1: yelled at me <laughs> for, <laughs> for not being in Africa.
0: I have one question. I have one question. How do you feel about the Me Too and how do you feel as a woman, you've come from the corporate world and you decidedly have been in this world and coming now to here. How do you feel about that?
1: Well, I think the Me Too movement um, highlights a bunch of things that have been going on for okay. a long time right. and it highlights behaviors that have been swept under the rug and that we have all acted like don't, mm. right? So I know that people all the time are going to be like, how many of these women are lying? Like, these women are lying. Okay, if we sat down and statistically wrote out how many of the women are lying, is it going to make you feel better to be looking at those numbers? Or is that just a distraction from the behavior that we are, are deeming to be Right, if you got 100, 100
0: women claiming this, but even if 30 of them did, it still doesn't make it's anything still, different. Even you, if it was one and it was 100, it doesn't it's, matter. It's still one. It's, so, it's
1: still behavior yeah. that is... is has been viciously out there. Yeah. And you can see that in the numbers and how many women have been sexually mm. harassed, sexually assaulted, you know, this, and it's always a spectrum, you know, and people try to, you know, if it's not like beat in the face rape, people mm-hmm. try to act like it's not a big deal, yeah. you know. Um, like he was just
0: having fun. Fuck you. Yeah, he,
1: exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Um, so, you know, I, I think that it's good that people are talking about these things. I think it's a good thing when we're looking at problems and seeing what we can do about them mm-hmm. rather than not looking at a problem at all. Mm. You can't solve a problem that you're not looking at.
0: You can't, you can't solve a problem that you, <laughs> that you congratulate people for. Yeah. You can't, and you didn't base it. It's a, as it's a culture that exists that I didn't even realize being all the way back in high school, some of the shit that was going on even when I was in high school all the way up until now, was shit, yeah, was bad. Like, and I didn't, you know, there was whole songs made called Trizzy, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. I think my some of my boys said it. I
0: ran. I I have no doubtably been there when that was about to happen and been like, I'm good, I'm out. Not looking down on anybody who ever did that, did to do or didn't do to do. Some people are into that shit, yeah. But some people, I, I would just, I just was never into that shit, and then I always thought. Always like, yo, be like, she's probably mad damaged to let somebody, let this happen, let this go down. Yeah. Oh, and and it's just crazy. I don't, I only ask you this because... As a woman who's been through these worlds that you've gone through, yeah. have you ever faced that on a personal level or you just always said to yourself, I'm, I'm done. I don't I don't I've always had a had a way of keeping that shielded away from myself.
1: No, absolutely. And I mean, yeah. even in high
0: school, mm. you know, I had
1: my own situation with someone we both know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that I, mean, I forgot I,
0: all about that. She, I yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't I think about. I'm
1: still dealing with shit from that. You wow. know what I mean? And that's you know, it mechanisms and guards that I that mm-hmm. I put up from that. Uh, only because that person was so close yeah, and yeah. I never saw that coming. Right, you know? right, right, right. Um, and then, yeah, I remember when there was like a VHS tape of someone, I can't remember, not that I would say their
0: name. <laughs> dealt, definitely not. I would, not. Never, I would <laughs> never,
1: but I don't, I don't even remember. So if that right. person happens to be listening, know that... You're,
0: but these you're, days, it's now, it's it's world star mind. life.
1: It's well, Right. So to And had to have it be so, to normalize now, but it took growing up and like really, ha- even having this Me Too moment to mm-hmm. look at things and be like, no, but that's not, that's, not that's not it
0: exactly you
1: know and i think that it's it's a collective it's as a collective we all need to be looking at things that we have been like oh that's okay that's not okay that's okay that's not okay
0: the shit that i see now with people with cell phones and snapchat and snapchat is done snapchat is
1: i've never been on the snappity chat
0: i have and i, I stopped and then all of a sudden now instagram has snapchat whatever well, the insta, insta stories mm-hmm. and i I enjoy them because they're able to get stuff out quickly. Yeah. But I just think there's a lot of people out here who who want Insta fame. Yeah. They want Insta fame. And I think that contributes to the Me Too thing because guys will do things just to be down with their boys and jump in there. And, and this girl, she don't want to be ostracized as not being down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then she'll jump on the camera and do things or be there with them. And I think it's sad
1: yeah I it's mean, sad. fame has always always been there, right? yeah so I think what's happening is there's that breaking down of that power structure mm-hmm. of needing to do that to be down, yeah, yeah, because now men aren't using that necessarily as a as a leverage mm-hmm. out of fear. Not saying it's a it's a good thing, but it is a good thing. You know what I, mean? I don't want men to be because some guys are like, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my arms. It's like yeah. be a human being. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. that's it. Yeah,
0: let it just let it roll at this point. Like be, be cool a human being. And, and just stop the bullshit, yo. Nobody's perfect. I have most definitely in my lifetime probably got a miscommunication and felt bad, like, yo. I think she wasn't feeling me. I might have pushed up a little too hard and been like, okay, cool. Or it could be, you could be in the crib with two people and you guys enjoyed like the Aziz situation. Mm -hmm. And you think, you're thinking it's all good. She's not. Yeah. And you're just like, you don't know. You don't know. You just got to be careful. And I've always said, you know what? I've made my fair share of mistakes probably, but I had to own them. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are just not owning (laughs) shit.
1: I think, and I, I absolutely agree. I think mm. that there needs to be an ownership of one's own personal behavior. I remember there was this comic who was at mm-hmm. this who's uh performing at a show, mm-hmm. and she has an amazing body. I'm not a lesbian, but she has an <laughs> amazing body. It was so great. And after she got off stage, I said some like the, like the craziest thing to her, where mm-hmm. I was just like something like you have one of the most amazing asses I've ever seen, or something mm-hmm. like, like that. Out. But like I felt so <laughs> whiny <laughs> yeah. and. Perverse? <laughs> I had to go up and apologize. Right, like, right, right, right. You're not here to hear that. Yeah, you're and not here to be I'm, subjected to that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sorry that I said that to you. And right. I'm sorry if I made you feel any kind of way. It mm. wasn't the intention. It was a stupid comment. It right. came out. It took something to say that. Yeah. And I don't think that people are looking at themselves. Mm. You know what I mean? They're just like, I'm just saying, she didn't say No. She said no 20 minutes ago. Mm. That means them titties is mine. It's 35 mm. minutes later. Mm. You know, it's like no,
0: that's not how. He's, yo, it's just when if if it's if it's not an all-in-out, I'm hopping on the pole thing, bruh. Yeah. Roll over.
1: Either roll have over. her put it in. Yeah. Or have a conversation, and I realize that mm-hmm. people. What I've realized with this Me Too thing is that people love sex, but mm. no one likes talking about sex. No. No one likes having communication about their sex.
0: How did this affect your comedic work at this point?
1: Um, it didn't, really. I just have to hear guys do more Me Too jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it hasn't affected your, your jokes yet. Like, you can't say you got to no, more PC. I never
1: intended to fuck my way to the top. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So no, so so basically which is what I'm trying to get to is like I've been seeing a lot of comics they've had to like dial back what they had to say.
1: No, I mean no, I've dialed nothing back.
0: Still, still I got you.
1: Yeah. I've dialed nothing back. I do sometimes well will if I'll say something inappropriate, then mm-hmm. I'll be like, bah! you know, <laughs>
0: Think that would be normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'd be mean, a little odd if you just rolled with it. It was like, yeah, fuck yeah, it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Where i like making sure everyone's okay, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I probably have even gotten more I have a joke about it. I have mm. a bit about that mm-hmm. where I'm like trying to mind my be on my less my best lady behavior.
0: <laughs> I'm still a lady.
1: I'm still a lady, <laughs> but because I'm a lady, I can touch his dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, no, that's that's and I like highlighting that right. as a joke because right. That's also a, an unbalanced way of thinking. I've had, i I've, that's so, I've, in this I've listened to plenty
0: of podcasts and listened to, and listened, plenty of comedians have package jokes all day long. What's package jokes? About the dude's package. Oh. jokes about the dude's package and like jokes about, oh yeah, I just came over and grabbed his balls. Oh yeah, shit like I that. I don't
1: do that. Uh,
0: obviously, you don't yes, do that. Uh, but that
1: is uh, that exists. That
0: exists. So that exists. All, like,
1: and there's this like, yeah, there's this double standard that because you know it's mm-hmm. a woman that we can just like go up and do that. But that, how? how That doesn't, that's not. Then you're
0: giving Trump justification.
1: Exactly. <laughs> not, I hate to say that. And then another part of me is like, yeah, ride that wave. Sexually us objectify these men. I'm shaking butts. I'm shaking asses. And then uh, men don't like
0: that. You know who's very much on, <laughs> who, who, who I watch is very outspoken and about all kinds of different things is Amanda Seals. Yeah. She is off the chain some days. I love her comedic work because she she's, she's very honest and very upfront about yeah. stuff. One person I can say, she's definitely out there. All right. So we have touched on a whole bunch of things today. Yeah, we have. I appreciate you coming on my show. I really appreciate you. There's a few things that you want to tell anyone who wants to get into this business, who wants to, is in kind of the place that you've been in. What would you say? To them? What kind of advice would you give to them?
1: Um, Let's see. Oh, the advice. I'd say if you're thinking about taking a leap, take it. All right. Um, create a support mm-hmm. around it. Uh, you know, if you can create a, p- a parachute, great. If you can create two parachutes, say like a safety. Yes. Have that. Be on the tub. Yeah. But believe in what it is that you're doing. Okay. Because it, not everyone will. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can be like a deterrent, yes. you know? Um, but know that what you're doing is what, know that you're on the right path. Gotcha. If you have that nagging feeling of like, no, I really want to do this.
0: <laughs>
1: don't, don't like exhaust that flame. Yeah, You know, yeah. don't, don't be the person to do it. You know, because gotcha. everyone else will be throwing water on that pile. <sighs> so you gotta, you yes gotta have boy. your own gasoline. Yeah. I'll be like, no, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it.
0: Keep keep flammable stuff around. Yeah, exactly. Ignite your own
1: flame, and um, yeah, just be confident. Mm. Treat every. I treat. I'm so thankful for my corporate America experience, right? Only because I treat everything like that, Mm -hmm. and even like the retail experience. Um, My first boss, uh, when I got out of college, said, "Everything that you're learning right now is a transferable skill," and I've looked at that.
0: That's a hell of a line. Yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs) I've looked at that across the board Mm -hmm. with everything that I do. So. I don't care if I'm volunteering someplace, mm-hmm. if I am just setting up chairs, if I am greeting people in the front of a store, if I'm ringing someone up at the dollar store, mm-hmm. you know, I am, I I take a certain set of skills that I put in my bag right. and then I'm able to pull from them and apply them to other things. Sweet.
0: That's how you're supposed to do it though. Yeah. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Pick and cherry pick what you need. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you pick now. Take
1: it all and then pick it when you need it.
0: <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> well, um, where can they find you if they were looking for you and they need they wanted to find you online and everything else?
1: Okay, so uh Dara Jemat D-A-R-A-J-E-M-M-O-T-D on Facebook. Um and Chocolate Gem with a J. Chocolate J E M. And Instagram. Yeah, one of my
0: moments right there. Like, yeah, I lost it. I was like, I'm "How lost. do
1: I make this make sense for the people?" <laughs> um, I also have a few shows coming up. Can I say? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh wait, wait. Are they after certain point in June? No. So I'm gonna have a
1: monthly. There you go.
0: <laughs> okay, there, there you go. There I'm you gonna go.
1: have a monthly show at Brooklyn House of Comedy. Okay. Um, on Sundays, Sunday right. nights. It's gonna be the last Sundays, and um, also there's a mic. Wednesday Comedy Workout that's also at Brooklyn House of Comedy. Um, so those are my constants. Nice. Um,
0: People, go support. Yeah. Go support, man. Get Kay. your behind. I post my it.
1: shows all the time. so
0: If you're in a New York area, definitely go support, man. New York, New Jersey area, go support, man. Yeah. Yes, man.
1: I'd love to see some familiar faces in the audience. That would be awesome. I've been making strangers laugh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's good. Strangers are better. Sometimes strangers are more supportive than of your faces. Sometimes. I really hate to say that.
1: But thank you very much for, for having me on your show. This thank has been really
0: fun. Thank you for coming on and yeah. being very open and not being a person who's scared to speak. I appreciate that.
1: No, that would make me very bad at my job.
0: Yes. Um, everybody, this is Dara. All right. She <laughs> how can I put this, man? Like I said, she's she's just who she is. She's great, man. And you guys, if you listen to this whole podcast and believe me, you know she's <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen man, this has been another episode of the Brian Johnson show. I appreciate everybody who's been listening. Thank you. We're well over five hundred listens at this point, downloads. We're probably gonna be at a thousand in a few months. I just wanna say thank you guys. I wanna say I appreciate you guys and I wanna say come back next week because we got more guests.